Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that? All right, Joseph. It is January 4th, 2023. <laughs> uh, you're starting out real slow. And uh, yeah, so let's get into this. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that it is now uh, December 27th, soon to be 28th. Uh, and we're about to launch into 2024. 2024. Wow, what? Yes, it's uh, been last a... time I take nighttime Tylenol, <laughs> last yeah. time I take the nighttime night quill. Robitussin is a harsh mistress. I shouldn't have drank a super big gulp of night quill. <laughs> I kind of, uh, yeah, it's crazy. The year is literally done i mean like there's a couple of days it's that weird period between christmas and new year's it is the uh yep. i don't know what you would call this honestly it's for <laughs> me it, i i saw a bunch of like dumb instagram reels or uh, tiktok videos about and it was mostly like uh you know like middle-aged women talking about how between christmas and new year's is just a pan, uh, time to like hang out in your pajamas and eat a bunch of food you shouldn't and not you know worry about anything and it was like so cliche until I realized that's kind of exactly how I've been living the last like, couple. <laughs> that's what I do every day. I guess I'm always living between Christmas and New Year's. I feel like I've suddenly become like the third panel of a Garfield cartoon. You know. <laughs> I, are you a live, laugh, love sign uh, hanging at a pumpkin um, market? Close to it. But like, yeah, yeah I, mean, but... I, I, I have, uh, um, yeah, just like lounged and kind of gone into this like. Uh, Do you post uh, memes like on your Facebook? Like, we're the last generation to drink <laughs> out of a hose. Like, is that something <laughs> to be proud of? Like, oh, yeah, we're the last generation to drink out of disgusting <laughs> Nose that was filled with bugs and mold, yes, <laughs> and dirt and feces and God knows what else, rust and lead. Yeah, yeah that's something to be proud of. <laughs> We're made of tougher stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> lead poisoning, buddy. Your brain doesn't work properly. <laughs> yeah, I remember like when I was a kid, like literally getting on a bicycle and like just like intentionally crashing. <laughs> Like just like doing like random dumb shit. Like there were no adults around. It was, oh, it was I'm a, amazed I'm still alive. We used yeah, to have, we had these thing called sumps in Long Island. Okay, yeah. Areas where like I guess like overflow would go in the sewers. Like sure. there'd be like a path around it with trees, but the bottom part would be empty to be open shit. But at some point, if there was like a major flood or anything, those things would probably fill up with yeah. water. It was like a backstop. And there were a bunch of them in different areas. And kids in my age and I'm like that used to do all kinds of fucked up shit. And yeah. One, they'd explore the sewers. They would like, they would uh, set traps. They'd be <laughs> literal pits. You ride your bike and fall through a trap, and they'd be nails. <laughs> like sick fucking people. Like like this is some like serious crimes. Like people yeah. would like set all kinds. 
And I remember talking to some guys like, yeah, that's what I do. And I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, wait, no, that's not cool. <laughs> that's, I don't know if sleigh riding in these like if it would snow we'd go to sleigh riding i'm like thinking about it now I'm like oh my god how disgusting and yeah. like like filthy going down the like yeah it's covered with snow but there was like so much shit in these like sumps not shit but like yeah i mean there this probably is, was <laughs> this is why when we were children we had to have tetanus shots every six months you know i like... got a tetanus shot Oh, yeah. Like, well, when I got my recent checkup, they asked me when the last time I had one, and I was like, yeah. My god, I... <laughs> 95, 95. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then after she gave it to me, I said, I'm gonna go play with some rusty nails now. <laughs> yeah. No, I I was thinking about that. They said if you haven't gotten one in 10 years, you shouldn't. I know I haven't had one in 10 years. Yeah. I mean, so. it's not like it like I, I was like asking him like questions. I just wanted to make sure there was no side effects. Like, I'm yeah. like I don't remember. I haven't had one in years. I don't know. Just, right. you know like her a little, but she did such a good job. I didn't even feel it. So the, yeah, but um, yeah, I remember they used to hurt. Like it would leave like the, the material or whatever was like thick or something. It had like a a denser viscosity, so it, it would like ache for a few days afterwards. Is all I remember. Oh, uh, well, this was a recent one. I think the technology has changed since the last time you got your tetanus shot. Well, the tetanus shot used to be manufactured by Mrs. Butterworth, so I think that <laughs> yes, think... yes, for before th- she went woke, right? I, I th- yeah, I think the the more uh modern tetanus shots are, are designed by actual uh pharmaceutical companies. So, so let me update that meme. We're the last generation to ha- drink out of a hose and get syrup out of a stereotype. Uh, right, yeah. yeah, out of a hateful caricature. Um, <laughs> yeah, but... Oh, come on. It was with love. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So <laughs> anyway, uh, we, have a, we have a ton of things to talk about tonight. I guess some of them are like, uh, we'll go by quickly, but... Um, uh you want to go through the full list first and then tackle the first sure, item? let's or? talk about that full All list right. but don't, don't say the first thing until okay. oh yeah start, you know what i mean so yes. you go to the second one and then we surprise them clever <laughs> all right so we're gonna talk about um aqua the aquaman's struggle uh at the box office yeah uh, neither of us neither of us have seen aquaman but we're gonna talk no. about that briefly we're going to talk about the new, uh, newly released or currently being released uh, uh, Marvel show "What If" season. Yeah, two. season. It, it's on like its fifth episode. Yeah, I did. I didn't realize how it was being rolled did you watch out. It? Well, I watched Captain Carter. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. And I thought that was real good. I. Th- I. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Rebel Moon. Uh, yep. <laughs> Rebel Stool. Yeah, right. That um, that's the new Zack Snyder uh, Star Wars pastiche. Yes. Way to say homage. It. Homage. Uh, off. What? We're going to talk about For All Mankind and Monarch, probably pretty briefly. Those are the two Apple shows we've been watching. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about um, the Colorado Michigan Supreme Court uh, decisions as to whether or not Trump can appear on the primary ballot. Uh, that was kind of a split decision. Colorado said no. Uh, Michigan said yes. Uh, we're talking about Trump's insane Christmas message, which was really uh, bizarre. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Nikki Haley, who was hit with um, uh, just a really, really unfair gotcha. Uh, yeah. Un- Very <laughs> unfair gotcha question. question. Um, uh, we're talking about uh, Joe Biden. 
um, and his response to Nikki Haley. And he's done some other things in the news lately. Um, we can talk about uh, Fetterman, John Fetterman, who's had kind of a, it's been a, a, a confusing week, I think, for him. Uh, it's been a, it's been a confusing couple of months with him, actually. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're talking about uh, Rudy, uh, the verdict uh, of um, Rudy uh, getting a, a defamation verdict against him. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the the recent efforts from, I think it was Eric Adams in, uh, was it Eric Adams or the governor? I'm kind of. It was Eric Adams. Yeah, Eric Adams uh, uh, trying to fight off uh, the the busing, the, the Greg Abbott's busing of migrants to New York. Uh, he's not fighting it off. He, he's accept, he's accepting the the migrants, but he's putting some. He's uh, putting boundaries. in some stop gaps to slow yeah. down. Uh, probably prevent further, um, you know, from happening. Well, it makes. We'll talk well, about same, it when it happens. Same. Yeah, uh, yeah. we're talking about a little bit about tipping culture. And then Tucker's new best friend, Kevin Spacey. No, not Kevin Spacey. It was, um, what's his character's name? I oh, told, uh, I, I fucking totally forgot his fucking, yeah. Uh, you know, I was talking to my wife about it and I knew his name when I talked about it. But of course, when I do hit record button and we talk about the podcast, you don't remember it. I don't remember it. It was Kaiser Soze. No, it was not Kaiser Soze. <laughs> What is it? It's Frank something, isn't it? It's Lex or, uh... Luthor from Superman Returns. <laughs> a shitty movie. Uh, it was uh, Frank Underwood. Francis yeah. Underwood. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Two men but, that are doing great. But uh, first. Every moment. But first, we're going to talk about a movie you, you and I actually coincidentally watched, uh, Christmas Day. Uh, uh, we both watched Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... It's a after watching it, I haven't seen it in like 25 years, or I don't know. I we did a whole episode about it. I'm trying to think, like, if I even watched it when we did the episode, and we, I was just talking about it from memory. I don't remember, like, it, I mean, we, that was like a, one of our first, yes, that's been like one of our first episodes. You know, we've been doing this for almost like five years, yeah, now, yeah, and uh, I, I haven't seen a dime yet, guys. <laughs> like, we're, what's going on here, dude? Mm. Come on, come on, goats. <laughs> Send us money. Figure it out. Well, we we did an episode on this. I think I watched it. Um, I, I know in general, if we talked about something, I was going to watch it ahead of time. So I want to say I watched it. Um, this time I watched it. I, I got my daughter to watch it with me and my <laughs> wife. Uh, but my wife had seen it before. My daughter had never seen it. And I kind of played it up as a Christmas type of movie and then explained that was kind of a joke. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of Christmas elements in it, like a it's, lot more than I thought. It is, I mean, the whole movie is the backdrop is Christmas. And yeah. I like I saw the Hard Times put a thing up said, like, if it's a Christmas movie, how come, uh, oh, what was it, uh, John McClane and um, what's the bad guy's name? Uh, MacGruber. No. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, not MacGruber from. Uh, right, MacGruber. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Hans Gruber. How come they don't get married in the end? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, there's so... a couple of. It starts off with Christmas. They go to there's like, uh, there's like a Christmas party going on. There's yep. uh, he's in California for Christmas. He there's Christmas music. His wife's Christmas name music. is Holly. His wife, yep. Yeah. Uh, 
they she even invokes the name Jesus when he shows up in the end. Yeah. Shows yeah. up in the end as God and the wife goes, Jesus. And I'm <laughs> there you go. It's a it is a I mean, it, I saw, uh, what was it? Deadly Night. What was that movie? Silent Night? Oh, yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night. No, not that one. It's, uh, it's the one with uh, David Harbour. Came out last year. Oh, yeah. Um, and he goes to like this house and it's being held by, or the family's being held hostage and he saves yeah. them. It's literally Die Hard. Right. But with Santa. David Harbour plays him and he's like this. He's, you know, he was like a warrior in the past. It's like, yeah, it's like it's a it's a great movie. You should definitely check it out. Uh, we watched that Christmas Eve, and then we watched Die Hard, which was, you know, kind of funny because they're like, same. Yeah, I said, uh, oh, Violent Night last. That's the name of the movie. You should definitely check that out if you haven't okay. seen David Harbor as Santa Claus, basically saying, hey, you know what? I thought we did Die Hard, but literally make it a christmas movie like because santa but they don't they don't they the only time jesus is mentioned is when uh the nativity scene uh the baby jesus gets used to like crush someone's head oh that's funny (laughs) we watched home alone the night before we watched home alone on christmas eve what do you consider more violent that movie or die hard yeah the, probably die hard die hard was pretty violent die, die no, hard... Making, you're supposed to make a joke here this is like you know this wasn't a serious question this is like... die, die hard was oh, more oh, violent very violent yeah it really is but die hard um my kid liked both of them i that's how i kind of like a clue for me if a movie holds up well i thought die hard i thought home alone held up a lot better than i thought it would i thought Die Hard is is, uh, held up. (laughs) The only thing that didn't hold up for me about Die Hard was the score, the music that we as the audience are supposed to hear that the characters aren't supposed to hear. It was like super, it was so oppressive. It was like fucking in every scene. And there's always like this kind of weird old timey music going on. It was really I don't know. You said you watched like a weird free version on Paramount Plus or something that had ads and shit, right? Yeah. I I tried to we, find it Christmas Eve. I couldn't. I couldn't find it. We had to pay for it. I think we got it on Amazon for like $3.99. Well, then I saw that it was that Paramount was going to start streaming it on Christmas Day. So I set my DVR uh, or whatever they call it these days, my TiVo. And um, well, that's I, why. So that you recorded it off a station like it's cable. But it was Paramount Plus. Is Paramount Plus also a station? Well, you just said you use DVR. Whatever That's the recording device is. DVR is something on a streaming service. I don't know. You have I have cable? no idea. No, I don't have cable. I no, have... You, have, but you have Hulu Live. Yeah, but it wasn't on Hulu. It was on Paramount, which is a streaming. I don't know, dude. You, clearly, one of the stations owned by Paramount that you can catch on Paramount Plus, which I don't know how it works, clearly had the movie, but the movie you saw was the one that was made. For- it was a terrible version. They bleeped out the curse words, and there's commercials. Uh, so yeah, it was like it was like watching it on an old network. After, you know, I don't know if Roger liked it or not. I don't think it held his interest as much as Silent Night did. Um, I mean, there's some good parts. I was telling him the fun theory I saw going around of Carl. Uh, from uh, Family Matters, that guy, the the cop, yes, yeah. that 
he isn't married, doesn't have kids. It's like a dark, it's like this dark theory. Like, yeah. Was trans because he's in another movie where he plays a cop. I forgot yeah. which one that was in. Then he gets transferred and then he goes die hard. And you find out like then he like loses his mind and then family matters is supposed to yeah. be when he's, like in the mental institution or something. And he fabricates this family and everything's perfect. And then Urkel shows up. And Urkel shows up like a year into it. And the Urkel is the is the ghost of the of kid he killed. He killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and awesome. well, that's why he drives that's why Urkel drives him crazy in all those episodes. <laughs> I would say they they said I read this one article where they said that the that the cop was the ghost of Christmas past and the uh, newscaster was the ghost of Christmas present, and the Hans Gruber was the ghost of Christmas future. And that having experienced those three interactions, that's what led uh, McLean to reconcile with his wife. Um, anyway, yeah, my, that was a stretch. I will say that that my daughter, uh, when we were watching it together, um, didn't look at her phone the whole time. And normally when I like get her to watch something with me, she's oh, like, that didn't happen with them though. Yeah. So, so it was good. And and like I said, the only thing that didn't hold up for me was the music, the score. Now, the, the, I music... the score was fine. I don't know. I, oh, it, was, I it was, I don't awful. know. I had, the... Well, I tell you like the funny thing about Die Hard, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about this, but like, you know, they made all these sequels and yeah. I'll say Die Hard three was probably the best sequel. The one with Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Two wasn't bad, I thought. It was okay. I didn't I remember not I remember it being like at least with three, they tried doing something a little different. It was still like a similar type of thing, but like it felt different. You know, it was in New York City, it was a bigger thing. Second yeah. one was like okay. And then those new ones that came out, those were garbage. The ones I where saw yeah, and die hard like with a vengeance. Hero, he's like jumping on planes. I'm like, this isn't him anymore. This is some but, other. Yeah, character. that was the absolute uh, best part about Die Hard, and um, it was really, really good. He was like Bruce Willis was so perfect back in the day um, about being like vulnerable, but like tough, but like he he he'd, like I, I run across. Oh no, he'd like run across. Uh, broken glass you know but he'd be going like ow 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 you know like he, it would it seemed like ow he had like a piece of glass that only wedged into his foot yeah. it was gross it was so sick but um but he seemed like this is conceivably how like a real person would maybe act you know yeah, like I, I was gonna talk about that <clears throat> that's the greatest trick of the first Die Hard movie that it allows dopey dudes to think that they yeah. Die Hard. Because I was telling Roger when I watching the movie, I said that this movie came out like in the end, closer to the end of the 80s. A lot of these dumb action movies from Stallone and Schwarzenegger came out. Yeah. And he was Die Hard with like Bruce Willis. You know, if you look at him, he's a little schlubby. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's not schlubby. I'm like, no. In comparison to Sylvester Stallone, who was all roided out like in Cobra and Rocky IV. Yeah. He's full on buff. And then Stallone, who was full on buff as well, playing these like ridiculous superhero uh characters and then here comes uh john mcclain uh bruce willis and he just looks more like an every dude like obviously yeah. he's not an every dude but if you put him on the uh, on a level with schwarzenegger 
And yeah. Stallone at the time, he looks, he gives the illusion that you can be John McClane yeah. too. Oh, absolutely. Average yeah. dad Bob is watching the movie thinking like, oh yeah, if I was held up in a in a building, I could probably take down these terrorists one by one like the way <laughs> No, no, you couldn't. No, you wouldn't. You would be dead. You would be dead after the, the first guy would have killed the guy yes. with sweat the weird tight sweatpants would have killed you. <laughs> we were like watching that. We're like, what's up with his hands? <laughs> yeah, he was the younger brother of the crazy guy. Right. And I was like, I was like watching movie too. I'm like, I'm like honestly, in the end, like they're just trying to rob a building. Yeah. Trying to rob a building, get and get out, go in and get out, and and McGruber, Gruber, McGruber, now he's Gruber fucks up in the end because he he makes it personal claim. It's like, dude, yeah. you got the money, get the fuck out, just get out, just get out. You got the money, like, just go and uh, and he gets sucked in, and he becomes the typical movie bad guy. Yeah. And that was a great trick. He really wasn't the typical movie bad guy. Like they pretend they're like, oh, release these hostages, release these terrorist organizations. They, they were just looking at Time Magazine. Yeah. That was really funny. It's like, no, they they were just there to rob rob the shit out of this place and get the fuck out. And they he took it personal. Gruber would have been alive. He would have been alive. He would have been on a, in a different country, hanging out, you know, using that money or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the okay. So you know how his driver, the limo driver guy, sticks around? Argyle, yeah. I was like thinking about this. Is he communicate with any of these people at any point? How did he know to hit the nerdy tech guy's car in the end? Yeah. Us as the audience watching the movie, like, we just go along with them. We're thinking like, yeah, this makes sense. But now I'm like looking at it. I'm like, does it make sense that he would just decide to take his limo and smash it and then punch that guy? Was yeah. he aware of what was going on? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. And the that character, although the character is like a fun character, I like the character and the actor. Um, I, I can't. I, why did that role exist? Like, it, why it did nothing? He drove well, him I, there. I'm just wondering. And like, <clears throat> was he a, he was not made aware of like any of the actions going on in the building. He was just seen there. He might have heard some stuff or been like, "Well, he did hear there? an explosion." He there's a scene where he uh, tried to exit the garage and noticed it had been locked so down. He saw the van coming out of the truck or something, so he knew something was. He knew up. something was up, but like, it didn't. Like a lot of it just didn't make sense. I mean, well, like, uh, when is... you're watching the movie and everyone's been, it's getting close to the end, and he takes out the last terrorist guy. Um, you, as the audience, are getting tricked into thinking, like, oh yeah, this all makes right. sense narratively, but it doesn't make any sense actually. Yeah, he just randomly punched this dude. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a weird. It's not a weird... knowing anything that's going on. Yeah, because like all all this time, I kept on thinking like. The way it should have worked is like Argyle drops him off, McLean doesn't come out in time, and then Argyle alerts someone. And there's a subplot where Argyle's trying to convince people that something is up, but that doesn't happen. And then, like, you would think that McLean could, like, there's they even end a up scene taking the cop and giving him that role instead. Right. Argyle, Argyle even says in the very beginning, this, this, limo has a cb he says yeah. that 
And then McLean gets a radio and he doesn't call Argyle. He puts out a general distress call. And it's, yeah, the, the two uh, characters get merged. The All of a sudden, the uh, Family Matters guy is is picking up Argyle slack and Argyle's just like chilling in the limo. It's, yeah. it's just it's like a real screwy uh, decision. It, like, like they wanted this cop character, but like, yeah, I know it, it's a, uh, it's a good movie. It it's is. Classic. Yes. I, I mean, it, it's funny to say it's a Christmas movie, but you know what? Gremlins is basically a Christmas yeah. movie. Batman returns is basically a Christmas movie. Yep. Like what makes a Christmas movie? You know, there's enough Christmas in here so you can legitimately say, like, no, this is a Christmas movie. And and the theme yeah. of redemption and reconciliation and I'm coming home. I mean, it's got like all the the parts there. So yeah. And they like I said, they even say Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so and he shows up in the end, the wife goes, Jesus. And I said, It's a Christmas movie, it's confirmed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh well, like so, I said, that's the one greatest trick that movie ever get is convince a bunch of Dude, it, it's like the same thing with like, um, what is it? What's that movie? Uh, the one with the Wolverines Never Die or whatever. Uh, oh, uh, Red Dawn. That. Yeah. Oh yeah, you and your buddies will be able to take on um, the combined army of Cuba and Russia when they invade your town. Yes, yes. That. Well, the- I think Bruce Willis was doing that. Like he did that in Moonlighting to an extent. Like here's this dude. He's got like a receding hairline. You're right. He's not totally jacked, but he's like cool. You know, he's like yeah. I mean, he still this uh, was like good looking guy, and he was still like in shape, but like he is not your typical action hero of the time. Yeah, and that's I why mean, if you like, saw him at a grocery store, he wouldn't stand out as like oh he must be an athlete or a bodybuilder. Yeah, He'd like just... if Schwarzenegger walking, you'd be like yeah, what the fuck, <laughs> like, right? You know what I mean? Like, or if you saw Sylvester Stallone come in, you'd see this three foot three. Guy, Jack, old Jack, he'd be like, yeah, strange looking dude, right? So, <laughs> someone, someone help him up to the counter. Strange looking dude, yes, yeah, he's Momoa, yeah, I think he's like yeah. a strange looking dude, yeah, a little bit, a little strange. Um, I didn't see the movie, I'll probably just wait if my son wants to go, he's off next week too. So if he wants to see it, I'll take him. But I really have no urge to see it. I saw like a clip, like a tiny clip of him, like I don't know, like going and the end, of the, like yeah. the clip from the end of the movie, and it looked like it. The lighting, it looked like they clearly filmed this in front of like a green screen. Yeah, and it looked cheap as hell. I thought it was an SNL skit that I don't like the movie. The under I get that you have to film a lot of Aquaman movies as being like taking place underwater. None of that shit ever made sense to me or looked right to me. Like filming underwater, their hair is like fucking. Well, that was the funny part was when they did Wakanda Forever. I felt like they were trying to make the underground look more realistic. Yeah, before making it not cool looking. Because you see them all below and. Namor is talking and then it's all gargly because they're all underwater. Right, right. Cloudy. <clears throat> I'm like, okay, this is like a more realistic, they're going for a more realistic look here. And then you go to Aquaman, everything's like it doesn't even yeah. look like they might as well. It's like you're watching SpongeBob. <laughs> right. You hear in the background, like under the sea. Under yeah, the sea. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a little more cartoonish looking. Yeah. Uh, but I 
probably yeah. easier to watch. I the, the movie apparently did not do well at the box office. The first Aquaman, I looked that up. That was like it the made a tenth, shit ton of money. Yeah, it was the tenth highest. Dollars. It was the tenth highest uh, earning superhero movie of all time. It was, it was like a real. It only trailed like the cream of the Marvel crop. You know they fucked up with that movie because one, I know people like I don't know anyone who saw it and thought like oh it was amazing. I remember seeing it and being like, it was all right. I gave it like it was like a C plus movie. It was all right. It was entertaining to a point. I never rewatched it. Um it, it was fine, whatever. Um uh, but they took too long to make the sequel. Yeah, they should have had that. It, it came out in 2019. This shit should I mean obviously it would have came out with COVID, but like the shit this shit should have been out like two years ago. Like I think like people would have been more interested in it. Unfortunately, this is the last movie of DCU. It's the last yeah. movie of the year with like where except for like Guardians of the Galaxy, superhero movies are and I guess I guess the Spider-Man um cross Spider-Verse movie, superheroes as a whole is just like considered like a dud now. Like they're like yeah. it's not guaranteed thing anymore and I, go ahead what I, I, I will say aside from dc which is always fucked shit up the i i think the problem with the marvel movies is that they're relying on these like real backbench characters like, they, that was the problem it's like you do end game and you have all your big characters and then you're like okay we're gonna introduce a bunch of new characters and we'll have like you know they had spider-man uh far from home that didn't incredibly well that did pretty much almost end game numbers yeah uh, but that's spider-man yeah of course and it had all the original spider-man in it as well with all the yes. villains so it was this big event movie for spider-man but then you had like a bunch you know like there was a thor movie that people were like looking forward to they liked ragnarok and, the, and it wasn't very good the thor love and thunder it was like it was okay. fine yeah it's fine but it was not it was not a good follow-up to ragnarok and it was no. just too it was too fucking stupid like, I was, like, watching, we're going to talk about What If later uh, in a little bit, but, like, Korg's in a lot of What If. And yeah. I was, like, thinking, I'm, like, you know, I really liked him in Ragnarok, and I like this little part in um, um when he's sitting there playing video games with Thor. It's, like, kind of funny. Yes. He's just a friends friend sitting there. But then he just, once you, you use him too much, he becomes Jar Jar Binks. And, yeah. Uh, you know, watching What If and him being in a lot too, I'm like, yeah, it's it's just like such a stupid character. Like, I mean, it's just, it's too ridiculous. Like, it's not yeah. like, it's not stupid. Like, Jar Jar is a stupid character. Korg right. is not a stupid character. He's just so goofy that it's like, so if you use him too much, it makes the movie kind of stupid. Like, yeah. we're not serious. And I think like, there was all these other movies that came out. And, you know, I think I do believe that Probably the biggest failure on Marvel's part was to not have, you know, you introduce all these characters. Yep. And then you do a finale movie for phase four, which is, uh, or you, your first movie of phase five, whatever you want to call it, is like an Avengers movie. Maybe call it like West Coast Avengers or, yeah. you know, West Coast Avengers, call it that then. And then you have like She-Hulk and Moon Knight and fucking right. Shang and you get and you have like a meet a middle level villain that they, and then you can work in somehow mention like one of the bigger villains or have a very they fight a variant fucking kang who the fuck knows they should have did that instead i'm watching they're like uh what kind of forever is the end of phase 
phase for it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. What, what, what was phase, what happened? With anything else. Like, yeah. it, it was just like a big mess. It was like you introduced, there was like 12 shows and like 10, 15 movies. And there were a couple mentionings here and there with some cut scenes in the end. But there was no payoff at all. Yeah. See, and now they're like, if they had done what you said, done a West Coast Avengers and they had uh, She-Hulk and Shang-Chi and maybe Spider-Man. And it could have been in it too. And, yeah. California. Then all of a sudden I think that no, you, don't, you, don't have at... you don't have Spider-Man. You don't know. You you have all the new characters. You have the new Hawkeye show up. You, you get like, and that's how yeah. you get people to be like interested more in these characters, you know, like that. Right. But now you have all these disjointed puzzle pieces. None of them seem to match with each other. Like, what does fuck Moon Knight have to do with any of this? What is where's he like, ever going to have anything to do with it? Like, yeah, I don't know. So, I, mean, I, I mean, it's fine if he doesn't let it live on its own, but it's like, fine. But like all these years, we've been trained to think that like all the everything connects. And yeah. so now if like if I see Moon Moon Knight coming out and I'm like, yeah, I'm iffy on the character, but I'll watch it because I know it'll be important later. And then I watch it and I'm like, yeah, it was okay. And then nothing ever comes of it. I'm like, what the fuck? Why did I watch that? Like, then you get I mean, people resenting. Really good and you enjoyed it, but yeah, yeah, and and it was like pretty good. Mediocre, but like, usually. but like, I'm talking like to make to make billion dollar movies, you need more than like people like me. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm well, the you, easy. You can't expect a per if you want to make a billion dollars movie, you can't expect the be like. Okay, did you watch all thirty Disney Plus shows before you? uh Watch the the new Avengers movie? No. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Like it's no, such I... a, it was such like a a cynical like attempt to be like it was one thing to be like okay you gotta watch all these movies to kind of get Avengers Endgame, but the reality you didn't. All you really had to watch was Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. And then you just had to watch Endgame. And if you wanted to yeah. check out any of the other movies in the end, you could do that. That's how that's how a great crossover works. You don't right. Expect and be like, oh, did you see uh WandaVision episode four? Oh, you see, you would have understood it better. And that was the problem right. with the Marvels. It was that you didn't even have like, okay, this is a sequel to Captain Marvel, but you you gotta watch Miss Marvel, you gotta watch WandaVision, yeah, like to even know what the fuck is going on. And then they even kind of trick you, make you think that you need to watch Secret Invasion. You didn't, because Secret right. Invasion is not even acknowledged. Um so yeah, I think that's another reason why these movies aren't doing well. I, I but back to Aquaman doing now. It's funny actually. People were like saying like, well, well Aquaman did worse than Mar Miss Marvels, but you don't see all those people like laughing at it like the way they were doing the Marvels. Right. I think the different, you know, you can say sexism and all that, but I think the main reality is is that most people knew that these DC movies are done. Yeah. And this was basically the the end of whatever the fuck DC was for the right. past. Marvels was part of is part of the Marvel universe where it's supposed to be the continuation of like the story. So yes. if Marvels doesn't do well, it's not really a good thing. It's a big uh, problem, yeah. It's a problem. It's it's a bit of a problem for uh you know Marvel as a ongoing, you know, mega franchise or whatever. Yeah. So then on top of it, I think the biggest problem they should never announce James Gunn taking over DC until Aquaman came out. 
And yeah, that might have made sense. Up. I wonder if they were hoping that these movies would be because it was like early spring when they announced um, that James Gunn was taking over DC. They announced all the projects and they said it wasn't going to start till after next, you know, 2024. Right. Mando's cartoon comes out. It's supposed to be the first thing. Superman Legacy comes out in 2025. And he mentions all these movies. Like Shazam was Shazam Two was coming out. Yep. Uh, the Flash was coming out. Blue Beetle and Aquaman, and he was trying to be like trying to be as diplomatic as possible in his first initial like announcement. Right. Kind of saying like the Flash was supposed to be the big. He made it sound like, or he was told to say whatever. He made it sound like the Flash was going to change everything. So it was like okay, so like the stuff that happens to the Flash is what leads right. to the new universe. And that's not the case at all. None of that happened. And then Shazam, he kind of like did this whole like, well, it kind of does takes care in its own little thing. And, yeah, uh, we can't acknowledge it, but it can it could live and die in its own thing. And it's like, yeah. okay. And then Blue Beetle was like kind of almost like the same thing, but I feel like that worked. And that if they want to use the character again, they probably will. Sure. But then Aquaman, I forgot what he said about Aquaman, like how it would fit in. Didn't sound like it would fit in, especially when you heard months ago that Jason Momoa might be playing Lobo. Yeah. Which it, I I don't even know if that's a good thing or not now. You know? Yeah. It's like I, I don't know. Like I feel like they should I don't know if they were like hoping that one of these movies would be a hit and that James Gunn would have to like use one of these versions in his new universe or whatever. But I feel like I, it's like it's weird you tell your audience none of these movies you're gonna see matter yeah we're here's this guy we hired to basically be the kevin feige of marvel of dc and um you know we have to get through these movies first before we uh go to yes yeah. it, it sandbagged the the upcoming films and i'm wondering yeah. though but do these new movies these recent movies hurt james gunn because your average consumer of movies is not that media literate. Right, yeah. They might think that James Gunn had something to do with these movies. I could Could totally see people thinking that he produced them or directed them or... I would say that, but like... I tell you, most people don't know, don't care. But a a good product is a good product. Like, I wasn't ready for Peacemaker to be something I was interested in. And I loved it. It was amazing. And then it got good buzz and a lot of people liked it and it did real well. And I don't think there's necessarily like a demand for peacemaker content, you know, but um, it did real well. I think if he puts out good movies, it'll, they'll be just fine. But right. But I just feel like it's like, was he tainted a bit? Yeah. That he had nothing really to do with. Could be. Could be. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. It, it was odd. It's like they had four. It's like they make this announcement and they still had four fucking movies. Like, I that's know. a lot. That four, You know, when I was a kid or even a teenager or young adult, we had if we had a superhero movie, four superhero movies, it was like six, seven years of content. Oh, like, yeah. Easily. One year. We didn't get what four D superhero movies from one no. company in a year. No. And no, it was it was real. I mean, like it's real hard to explain to people today what it was like waiting for genre content back then. Like we would get crazy. like Batman, and then we had to wait three years for Batman Returns, 
and yeah. another is for Batman Robin. And in between that, maybe there'd be like an odd movie like Tank Girl or something. Like, yeah, yeah. In like superhero movie that snuck in or Dark Man or you right. know, like it was. And it wasn't until like Blade came out and it, Blade was like an interesting movie in that like you didn't have to know he was a superhero movie like. Yeah, but, that, like Blade was the first mar- decent Marvel movie. There was never a good Marvel movie until Blade came out, the first one. Yeah, there wasn't. Name it, it wasn't Punisher. Yeah. I liked the Punisher movie. It was crap, but <laughs> that's <laughs> a good point. It really Robert. wasn't. Uh, what was it? Captain America movie was abysmal. When uh, did the first X Men come out? I know that's not Marvel. Come out but... after. There were, if it weren't for Blade, there'd be no X Men. Yeah, Blade. Came out two years for X Men One, and okay, it, yeah, and it did well enough that it sparked interest and that it helped Marvel. It saved. They say Blade saved Marvel. That, like, I can that's, say it. That's the credit it deserves. Blade Three was amazing. There's like oh, no, a lot it of those. Was it Blade Three is shit? Are you which one? Blade. Uh, am I thinking of Blade Two? One of them. That's was the real one good. Where Del Toro directed it. Which one oh, was Blade Del Toro's? Okay, I'm thinking of Blade Two then. Yeah, Blade Three was garbage. That's the one that's Blade Three. Blade Three is the one that's famous for like, uh, like Wesley Snipes refusing to leave his. uh, He was so pissed because they hired Ryan Reynolds and uh, what's her name, Jennifer Beale. What's her name? The girl. Oh, Jessica Beale. Yeah, Yeah, I'm thinking of. I was thinking Blade Two. And they played these like white characters, and he was like, "What the fuck?" And he was getting sidelined. And then like uh, he refused to leave his trailer, and they had to like CGI his eye. He refused to open his eyes. Like he was just like the director, writer, whatever, had to hire a biker gang as like uh, as like yeah. There's a great uh, Patton Oswalt was in the movie. He kind of played like the the man in the chair type character. Okay, yeah. he wrote art like full essays about what a nightmare it was to make that movie, and it is funny as shit. Look up my Patton Oswalt Blade Three stories. Did it, he? Was he the one who did reviews as Neil Cumpston? Was that him, Patton Oswalt? Do you remember those? No. There's like a weird like on Reddit or something back in the day. There's a, a movie reviewer named Neil Cumpston. I doubt. Sam, I mean, a lot of people speculated it was, uh, and he talked about Blade a lot. Oh, maybe it was then, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, he put out stories, but he was pretty upfront about it like that the stories were coming from him, and he's like, Yeah, yeah, worst experience, but also some of the funniest content he ever got. Yeah, that movie was an uh, like a a complete train wreck. Del Toro didn't come back, like they didn't. I I was thinking of Blade 2, yeah, Blade Um, 2 is. One of those again, like where the sequel, where you had a decent first movie, and then the sequel comes along and just, you know, it's like Empire. You know, it's just like it's X Men Two is another example. X Men Two, yeah, is a much better movie than X Men. X Men One was decent, but X Men Two is like whole another level. You know, yeah. And then just like Blade Three, X Men Three was garbage too. They just like shit the bed on those like third movies. Um, yeah, I don't I, know. You know. I just looked it up. He did. Patton Oswalt wrote f- wrote film reviews under the pseudonym Neil Cumpston for a few years. Neil Cumpston? Cumpston. C-U-M-P-S-T-O-N. Cumpston. Cumpston. And he he did a re- he did a review of Blade Trinity, uh, which apparently he was also in. Yeah. Um, 
But he did reviews for like Avengers, 300, Matrix, Spider-Man 3, Sin City. Anyway, so that he did. That was him. Okay. Well, whatever. Aquaman came out. No one gave a shit. If I see it in theater, I'll see it. If not, I'll watch it on. Yeah, me too. Max when it comes out. It doesn't matter. They killed the entire universe. I'm curious what they're going to do. Yeah. It's like, you know, he got all these like announcements, man. Just make sure Superman Legacy is like the best Superman movie we've ever yeah. seen. Like, make a good Superman movie. Make a good Superman movie. Make sure you don't, you know, do everything that the opposite that what's his face did. Yes. Man of Steel. Right. I hate that movie. Like it has some, it looks cool in some parts, but it is a terrible messaging. It's like absolute does not, they do not get the character at all. And it's like, it's not even just like, oh, you can't even say that Zack Schneider doesn't get the character. It's like, no, they, the entire executive, yeah. they don't get it. It's not in their, it, it's not in their brain to understand a, a character that is giving. Yeah, yeah. Is going to save people without like questioning or, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, um, I don't even know how this is a good transition. Yeah. <laughs> of what ifs. Right. Well, well, yeah. What if started um just like a week ago and they've released they released like a bunch of episodes. When I first saw it, it was three they had released the first three episodes, and then you said that they had kept releasing them and they're up every to like, day there's a new one until it's over. So tonight okay. there'll be a new one tonight, uh released. Yeah, and, uh, I actually got rid of Disney Plus for a, like a little bit. I got rid of it pretty much. I didn't want to renew because it's like fucking. It's like for oh, jacking the price up. You it already like when I first got it, it was like sixty five bucks for a year, which I thought was like that's pretty good. That's not bad. It's like yeah, that was actually a pretty decent deal. Then every year kind of went up a little bit, and the last time it was like eighty dollars, and I was like, eh. but then all of a sudden they're like, oh. We're jacking the price up to 120. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm like, I don't even, I don't watch it that much. I literally just watch it for the Marvel content, the new shows, or the Star Wars content. I liked Willow. They canceled it, and then you yep. see, and then before that, Bob Iger comes out and said, oh, "We're going to put out less content." All right, you just made my decision easier. I dropped it. Then they, then of course, right after I drop it, I see an ad for What If. Right. Uh, but I was like, all right, I'm going to come back for for like a month. But then I get an e- email from Disney Plus saying like. Hey, come back. We'll give you the basic plan, which means there's commercials. Yeah. Um, for $2.99 a month for three months, which means I will probably drop it after that. So I was like, Yeah. I was yeah. Thinking, I'm like, I just paid four bucks to rent Die Hard for two days. I think <laughs> I could pay for an entire streaming service for $3 yeah. for the next couple of months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I that's why I didn't, I, I caught up and watched What If, like, christmas night and then i saw the new one last night i thought it was real good i mean i i'm like hit or miss on these i don't love they give a lot of attention to some backbench characters Korg, um, like i said Korg shows up way too much i uh, know um like happy is like a fan favorite amongst some i've I mean, never found make, okay well that would make sense because it's the avengers mansion and yeah, and, it, and he's iron man's like guy yeah makes sense in the, if you look at the timeline i'm i'm assuming this was before it looked like i'm like i'm assuming it looked like this was supposed to be before age of ultron goes down that makes sense that makes so sense so i'll i'm just gonna run through them real quick and i'll tell yeah. you the first episode was like okay it was kind of like what if um nebula uh, 
uh, yes. Novacorp. And, uh, but again, my issue with that was like, whenever they have the best what ifs are the ones where characters show up and it makes sense in that world and that timeline. Like, those are good. But yeah. when they do like space ones and like Korg just happens to show up and yeah, yeah. To be there. I'm like, you gotta, it's too much of that dumb, like, I gotta turn off my brain. And, right. Uh, and I'm like, no, it makes no sense for these characters to be here. It's a giant universe. It's way too fucking random. Yep. I have to just accept that these characters will be there. It's kind of dumb. It's a little stupid. Like, yeah. And I just have to accept that. That one was okay. The one with Nova, I mean, with uh, Nebula. Yep. Nova Corps. Who, who was the bad guy in it? Oh, the guy, uh, the bad guy from the first Captain Marvel showed up again. Uh, yes. Um, the character. Yeah. There was another villain. Uh, I am not remembering. It was okay. It was not my favorite. And then the second episode was, I still think, the best one, which was Peter Quill comes, um, you find out in this world, in this universe, Yondu does not keep Peter Quill as his son. Right. He doesn't use him for the ravages. He gives them to um, to fucking Kurt Russell. Uh, ego. Kurt. <laughs> ego. ego. And then I guess you find out basically Peter Quill like escaped or something to come to Earth. And he's he's got the he's like all powerful. So he's like a yeah. god. And he causes all kinds of trouble. And that's where and it takes place like in the end of the 80s, which is where Guardians, I think it takes place again, like 88. That's where Guardians of the Galaxy takes place. So yeah. Like 89 or something and this is it was really good uh ant-man's in it and his daughter and i guess this is supposed to be like right after um janet van dyne got caught in the quantum verse yes, yeah it's kind of sad you get to see that like with her and it's just him trying to raise her and he's not that great at it right uh, and then they get called into action you see uh the the Bl- black panther's father um uh, I like how they brought in the woman from Captain Marvel, uh, the original Captain Marvel. Played, I forgot the actress. Yeah. Played, didn't do the voice. Uh, I did, I did, so it's like one of those, like, you know, they bring in the Winter Soldier. I thought that was kind of cool. It all worked. I like how they did this. Yes, like, that one made sense. The war shows up, and it makes sense because of the problem with Ego. Ego is, like, basically because he, he got his hands on Peter Quill, he was able to speed up his process, so he's become a threat. So, since he's like more of a galactic threat, like thirty years early, Thor comes to Earth earlier, and it like it. So they create this like Avengers team. They don't say it; they play the Avengers music in the in the end. Which yeah, is yeah, yeah. But it's like this little Avengers team, and like, um, and I thought it was the best episode. Yeah, uh, it, was, what, it was pretty good. Oh, Haley Atwell was there. And uh, Tony yep. Stark's dad was there too, Howard Stark. Yeah, yeah. It was just like a really cool, like those are the kind of what ifs I liked when I was a kid and I would read the comic. And they yeah. would like have these like, what if the Avengers formed before this? And it was just like early on and it all kind of works out. And it makes sense. That, like whoever wrote it, like understood the continuity of that world. And it was able, it made sense when they would bring characters in or they'd make it sound like it made sense. Yeah. That's why I like that episode versus like Groot just happens to be working at the casino. Like, yeah, I think the, those are dumb. Like, I do like Howard the Duck. I like the way they worked him in in the first episode. Yeah, but that second episode was awesome with Peter but Quill. The, yeah, and where you can trace it back ego. to, yeah, where you can trace it back to a 
what if this happened instead of that? Not like, what if everything was different? You know, but yeah, yeah I, that those that worked pretty well. I liked it. And it like it changes the universe completely because, you know, the Winter Soldier is going to change in an earlier Captain yep. America's frozen in ice. Who knows if he'll ever come out? You know, it's like it just changes the entire. It's it's like the Peggy Carter as Captain America. Like we'll talk yeah. about that in a second. And then the third episode was like a Christmas episode, and it focused on Happy, and yes. Happy kind of becomes a Hulk. Yeah, I that was kind of funny. I'm glad yeah. they made him like different. He just looked like a Green Hulk. I like that he was like purple and weird and had like veins. So I thought it was kind of. And they brought Darcy in, uh, who's a oh, funny character, the cat. Yeah. Cat character um it was good it was fine it was kind of stupid it was like a silly episode who was yeah. the who are they fighting though i'm trying to remember who the villain was considered in that what if um geez that is a good question i watched these back to back to back so a lot of them kind of like drift together in my head yeah uh who did they fight in my head, I'm thinking of the land. The, the well, they were getting from... like robbed or something, and that's when what's his face accidentally stabs himself with the. Um... Oh, it was fucking what's his face character from Iron Man Two, uh, Tony Stark's like rival. That guy Hammer, oh, played by um, what's that actor's name? He's a great actor. Wow, I was I, like I always say like he's a great actor, and they forget all the movies. Rock right, Rock. right. Well, oh, Sam Rockwell, yeah. Play Hammer. That's a great villain, and they never reused him. Yeah. They never used him. That's the one thing I like about What If is they actually get, most of the time, they get these actors to come back and do the voice, and it's kind yeah. of cool to see them, and it's like, man, Rockwell better be, like, in some future Iron Man content in the future. Like, he's a great, like... He's fun. Shitty, he's like a shitty version of Tony Stark, like, and Rockwell's a great actor, like, so, I don't know. Uh... The fourth one was really an old episode, actually. It was the episode that didn't come out when the What If series did. It's yeah. the one where Iron Man goes to... I liked it. it actually, made, he he gets sent to Sakaar. He doesn't get... He gets... In the end of Avengers, when he launches the missile, he makes it back through the portal. Right. He ends up back on Earth. But this universe, he doesn't make it through the portal. So he ends That's up... That's right, Sakaar. yeah. And again, okay. Um... Not Groot, uh, Gru, uh, what's his face? Korg's in this. But of yep. course it makes sense because he was there. Yeah. No, that I liked it. Sense. It turned to wacky races a little bit. I like that they brought <laughs> yeah. back Jeff Goldblum. I like when he got melted and he like seemed to actually enjoy it. A little yeah. too much. He's like, oh. Anyway, did you see the end? Did you fit the see Yeah. Puddle? Talking puddle. <laughs> <laughs> I like though that they had this weapon and they're like, they go and we're oh, sorry spoilers for all these they go and kill thanos in the end with it i'm just like man they should have had that during infinity war yeah right <laughs> we, need, we need to get this weapon <laughs> we would we can totally kill thanos with one touch from this little oh, staff yeah. um that one was okay i liked iron man's little uh transformer iron man uniform yes. um the voice they got to play gamora did not Sound at all like what's yeah? Story. Who was uh? It wasn't the actress who played Gamora? It was a different. It was a voiceover actress. I don't know. Yeah, it was uh, okay. Uh, it's kind of funny when you watch these and you see the credits and you're like, man, who, who, ha who, who has better agents or managers? Like, 
because you see like how they get all these people to come in and do the voices but then like Gamora is not played by her right uh Black Widow's not played by Scarlett Johansson but um Lake Bell played uh Scarlett Johansson I believe she played um, uh Black Widow and all she played it in this season and, and in what if the first okay season. cool so I mean it was cool it was fine that one but the last night episode was really good the one with Captain Carter that's it's kind of like a mix between Winter Soldier and a mix of the Black Widow movie. Yeah. And I, I thought that one was really well done. That one was really good. Yeah. No, it was good. The, the, I like that, like, Bucky is the uh, commander of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's basically the the Robert Redford role from uh, Winter Soldier. Because yeah. he doesn't get – he doesn't become the Winter Soldier. He – he gets to live and become old. It was Steve Rogers who gets turned, you know, captured, and he's like in a more sleek Hydra Stomper armor. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I like that they again set it up. If there is a what if season three, we'll probably get a continue a third one in this one. Yeah, but, uh, it ended with her again. I guess they're set. The next ones are going to set up that last episode finale. Remember, she gets sent to. Did you see the very end when she gets yeah. sent to the portal? And it's like it looked like the past and it was Scarlet Witch, but it looked like, I don't know, mid middle ages or something. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like the dark ages or middle ages yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. That one was real interesting. And I do like that, that sense of continuity. Um, I like which... the town they go into and I'm like, man, I wonder like when they make these, I'm sure they take ideas and stuff. I wonder if they planned on doing that in the black widow movie and they scrapped it. Oh, robot dummies that look like 1950s america that would have worked well in the black yeah would have wonder for like budget reasons they're like we're just gonna scrap it but we'll take that concept and we'll use that in that what if episode that's interesting I, that wouldn't surprise me uh -huh. because it seemed like a lot it looked really good and it seemed like a lot of work was put into this for a what if episode and it right. me if, like they planned it maybe they added oh. that let me tell you, that would have been cool if they had that in the Black Widow movie. The Black Widow movie, I consider like a, it's decent. I give it like a B. It's like a mid-range Marvel movie. Yeah. It has some good concepts, but like overall, it's like I like the interaction with the family and like. Uh, it was good. Um, I think it, it was, deserved better. I don't know. I think it was it a was weird one. It was released in a weird time. It should have yep. came out. Should have fucking came out before Infinity War did. You know, yeah. it was like of like it was you know covid kind of screwed up because it was supposed to come out literally like a a year after endgame maybe it right as weird but by the time it came out it was like three years later and this was a prequel it was like yeah kind of strange. It, it, was, it it was like felt, you're watching it and you're like it doesn't even matter because this character's fucking right dead and it felt meaningless back. and it, it like lessened it made the like the sacrifice she made earlier seem less because like well, oh you're seeing her it's like not just so we get to like do a solo movie but we're gonna also like introduce you all these characters from her life. Yeah. But we are not continuing this because we killed her off in Endgame. So right. and we have no plans of there's no plans of bringing her back. So it was a weird uh yeah, it was like an odd, like yeah, where's this going? Um so yeah, I mean I'm enjoying it. I'm wondering how it's doing. I feel like I don't think they advertised it much. I I don't and I don't see it. Like they did, I'm shocked they dumped this daily. You know, they advertised it a bit and like they released it every 
uh you know they're saying there's a new episode every day they're not even trying to do the weekly release yeah which this is a tough one to like build up weekly i mean like this isn't like huge pop culture stuff but i don't know i hope it does well it's good. Yeah, I hope it does well. We get it more. I like them. I enjoy them. I see people like I see people online like they trash these. I'm like, dude, chill the fuck yeah. out. Like, it is like, good content. It's not for everyone, but it's good. I mean, it's, it's it good, is, but it's weird to like get so outraged by it. Yeah, that's, that's real true. <laughs> like, dude, don't you, this should not be rated the same way. Like, uh, you know, one of the movies are right. No, 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 no. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. Uh, you know what I didn't like though? <laughs> Rebel, yeah. Rebel Moon, uh, Rebel, Rebel Spooge, Rebel Moon over Miami. <laughs> did you? So Rebel you? you I did yeah. not like this movie. I thought it was caca shit. I, I feel weird about it. Like I, I did not hate it. Um, it was bad. Like the CGI was bad in a lot of space spaces. Oh, CGI looked like shit. The dialogue was bad the in a lot of spaces. Like ships landing. Oh, this movie looked like ass. A like, lot of it was how real. Girl, mankind looked better. The well, there's a scene where the spaceship Star was landing. Was t- First season of Mandalorian looks better than this yeah. movie. That was like some of it was just it looked unfinished. Like it did. It looked shitty. The ships. Yeah. Uh but I did, I did like, uh, I did like it, you know, like in the sense that like I put it on and I watched it and I watched it all the way through and it kept me going. Um, I, the, the special effects were a little distracting. The, um, the script was a little distracting. Some of it felt, um, obviously a lot of it was so derivative that like, well, like the cantina scene that you pointed out, that was and, ridiculous, and it was so I mean, almost the. T- I like. I was like watching. It, I'm like, this looks a little too familiar. I don't mean like, oh, it's a rip off of cantina. I mean like, I was like, look at. I'm like, all right, where does this land on? Like, what's the timestamp? Yeah. And it said like when they walk into the bar cantina, whatever. It was like 48 minutes. So I was like, you know what? I can. I know this exists on. Google. Yeah. I could just Google this because this movie is been obsessed yeah. by people for almost 50 years now hey what i just google what did, what what was the time stamp yeah. cantina it was like 44 minutes yeah it's, the movie is when obi-wan and luke walk into the cantina i'm like can you not like i'm watching the movie and i'm like okay there's a fucking reason why uh lucasfilm passed on this yeah and then netflix buys it and i'm like okay you think like are you gonna make some changes to the script? No, it was perfect. No. Yeah, but you, you, you want to remove like you want to remove some of like the Star Wars elements. What do you mean? I don't know. There's a woman who uses two lightsabers, and she looks like uh, she literally looks like that bald girl from the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, wearing like a headdress in this. Oh no, we're gonna keep that. Hey, what about that scene where all the aliens are in the bar? You want to take that out? No, because our version looks like ass. At least, you know, the cantina that was from the 70s, that had style and it looked like it was in space. Now, yep. this is going to look like uh, we went to a theme park and there was an old time saloon at the theme park. And we're going to film it right there. We'll throw some aliens in there. And uh, I have an idea. Hey, you know, there's a part of the movie where uh, your characters are being confronted by. Uh, a skeezy guy at the bar. You sure you want to keep this? It's a little very similar 
to the Doctor of Azon Pandababa scene in uh, Star Wars. Uh, no, yeah. we're going to eat that because <laughs> in my version, it's just one of them. And he fondles the, the lead male's balls. Yeah, that's so that was so weird. Seconds. It was so weird. It's, um, it's not a Zack Snyder movie if there's not some uh, uh, gay panic thrown in there. Right. See, I think uh, that was the problem. Is like such a piece of shit. I like, tried to I tried to watch a movie without consciously remembering this is a Zack Snyder movie, and it's real hard because like a lot of his worst impulses are on full display. You know, like the poor that, that's it it's like these fucking like schneider bots these like obsessed people online they built this guy up to the point where it's like dude you're making him out to be like movie jesus he's not he's yeah. made very mediocre movies 300 is not a good movie 300 no. was a horrible movie when it came out it was uh it came out like a couple years into the iraq war and well, it was creating panic uh to get people to want to go to war with iran because yeah. the, the bad guys in the movie were Iranian. Yeah, the Persians. And then um, the, the heroes were, or so-called heroes, they were fucking fascists. Yeah, it is uh, It is a weird, um, he's a weird guy. But um, He's a weird if, guy. <laughs> if, I could, if I could watch that movie without, if, if they cleaned up the special effects, and they de-emphasize like maybe the cantina scene. Uh, then it felt like a fine movie, like a B minus C plus how? movie. But how that you okay? So they go on this journey, and they're like, all right, we got to gather up our heroes. Let's go to different planets. And you just you you quickly meet all these characters. Yeah, given no reason why they would join them. She's like, yeah, join me. They're like, okay, but first. Yeah. Let me have a little action sequence that showcases my abilities. Yeah. There's well, they they all were like scene. against the, the, the lightsabers fights the 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 rejected bad guy from the Witcher series. Yeah. Rejected monsters. And well, then, it, they all hated the the Empire. That's that was the thing. But like, but that doesn't. That's not a, a like. And then they uh, okay. So the beginning takes place on some. It takes place in the town that Aquaman lived in in the Justice yeah. League movie. Yeah. And it has some of the worst, like that scene when she's like pushed, she's working on the farm. Oh, and yeah. You see like the planet behind her. That looked like it's awful. Fucking bad. That looked like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, everyone looked like man shit. And yeah. that movie looked more, the characters looked way more integrated to the backgrounds than this did. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I can't I, handle it. It's like people give this guy a pass too much. They're like, the, the movie was rebel ass. Like, it, yeah, I thought, like I said, I I watched it. Um, I will watch the second one. Uh, it felt like a a more of a Warhammer ripoff to me than someone said that the bad that the bad guys look like they're straight out of Warhammer. They look yeah. like fucking. They look like a bizarre, quasi like Nazi. Yep. Russian with like weird like Roman like some of the villains were wearing like they kind of remind me of the one stormtrooper from Ahsoka had like the gold yes suit. yep they were all yeah. those characters they also you know a little bit of Flash Gordon in there I mean it was just yeah but the it, villain uses like a gaffy stick which is yeah. the thing that the sand people <laughs> yeah I here's what I guess what I'm saying is that like I remember being a kid and watching movies like battle battle 
uh, Beyond the Stars, which this was a pretty big ripoff of, and um, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, and like all but sorts those of those were these... not built up. Those were no, I agree. That, that's were. why I'm saying everyone like, knew they were cash, cheap cash grabs. But if I if I could if I could watch this movie without the build up, without knowing it's Snyder, without all the Snyder bots on Twitter and whatever, if I could just watch it and say this is this is a movie I'm going to watch. I would say, yeah, that reminds me of the movies I used to, the garbage movies I used to watch when I was a kid, and I liked it. I'd, I'm never going to watch it again. It's not like art, but like that's a fun way to veg out for two hours. I'd put it in that category. I, I had no problem with it, like being derivative uh, or being like trashy in some spots, which it was both. Uh, but um, I mean, the problem with the movie, I heard this right from the guy. Right out the gate, I knew those movies would be garbage because they kept on emphasizing that, like, oh, there's this like three hour cut that Netflix could put out, and I'm like, why does there need to be a three hour yeah, cut? Just make the movie. Make the yeah. fucking movie. Make and the movie you want to make. Thing. It's like the Snyder cut when we watched that Justice League movie. And my first take was, okay, I kind of find I like some of the different elements and how they would have been done in his version, but there was no reason for that movie to be four hours, right? Movie should still only been two and a half to two hours and forty five minutes at most. The Snyder yeah. cut there, you did not need that movie to be four hours. If you cannot communicate that story, that was not that fucking complex of a story. No, in two and a half hours, you're a shitty filmmaker. Just like this movie, this movie is only part one. It's not even. It's not even the full Star Wars ripoff. It is literally just the begin the first half when they meet Han Solo. That's it. Yeah. With a couple more characters thrown in. They, you telling me that I have to watch another, a three hour version of part one mm-hmm. instead of two over two hour? I'm I have no interest in watching this other edit. Now I will watch the second movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that I I'll say this, the ending was the best part of the entire movie. The, the, I like the fight, the final fight. That was Bert, good. The, girl, the main girl and the bad guy. Yep. And I liked how he's kind of brought back. Yep. Uh, but man, it is such a ripoff. Like I love that the villain is basically it's like the Thanos Gamora relationship. Yeah. Yep. Uh I mean it's so and it's funny, somebody who pointed this out and said, like, people give shit with the character Ray calling her a Mary Sue. And this guy's like, this character is literally a Mary Sue. Yeah. Quite. She does like nothing happens to her at all. Like she literally like people join her for no reason. They give like and yeah, it's like she's... okay, so I need an hour to flesh out these side characters that join her. Like you telling me you could not figure out how to get these characters to join you. And I love it when they go to the bar. Like I said, they spend more time on this gross guy fondling. Yeah. The fake uh what did I say the actor remind me of? Um Fuck the guy who does Rocket's voice on in the Guardians movie. Oh, Bradley uh, Cooper, yeah. Bradley Cooper, yeah. He looked like he looked like fake. He looked like dollar store Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Uh, like this boring ass character. He gets fondled by this gross, like lumpy oatmeal dude. Uh, and then they fight this guy for like ten minutes. He he comes back all upset. Yep. He gets to rape this dude, so he he gets a bunch of guards and they fight him. And it goes on, and then Charlie Hunan's character is in there, and he's kind of like the Han Solo, but like he's just. And then they just go on his ship, 
the design of this movie was garbage. There was no interesting looking ships. They were as generic as fuck. It's like, listen, I know you don't want to rip off Millennium Falcon, but you know, how about you try to come up with some cool ship? Yeah. <laughs> rip off the owl ship from Watchmen. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like steal from something else you did. But and then like I was like watching, I'm like, okay, he's known for doing all these like slow-mo shots, but like in the end, when like the Charlie Hunan character yep. you know, out to double cross them, which oh shocker. Right, yeah. Um, that's probably one of the better scenes in the movie. There's a scene where like um the fake Bradley Cooper guy yeah. kind of does the reverse on him and shoots him in the through the jaw or the head, kind of yeah, like, yeah. They use that contrap. The contraption was cool. The thing that holds you and they stab you in the back of the neck. Yeah, that was probably one of the coolest scenes in the movie. Uh, but I was like watching that scene. I'm like, no shot so poorly. I'm like, what, dude? This is exactly the same scene. That should have been when he stabs him through the the whatever he yeah. kills the Charlie Nan character. That should have been one of his famous slow mo shots. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, dude, this movie sucked. <laughs> it was so bad. I'm sorry. Like. I'm so, and again, this is what this is my this is my full review of the movie. I tweeted this like two people liked it. My overall thoughts on Zack Schneider's Rebel Moon. There are many reasons given that Lucasfilms originally passed on Schneider's Star Wars attempt. It would be in it would be an inconsequential streamer if it wasn't for the insane Schneider apologist. Yeah, yeah. And I said Sophia Butella is wasted as the lead in this mess. I like her. She's great. She's from the She's Kings. Good. She's been in tons of that's stuff. That's right, yeah. She's a believable badass. Like, I think yep. that's fascinating. Yeah. But the movie sucks, and it does nothing for this actress as, like, to ex to expand her career in any way whatsoever. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought she was really good. Um, She's, like, a believable badass. Like, yeah. put her in something good. Well, I can see why she took the role. Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's but um, yeah. Oh, I, like I, I said, I'm not like prepping this up to be this great movie or even a a really good movie. I just thought that like taken for what it is and out of context, um, no. I thought it was fine. No, we're <laughs> going to no. This isn't hey. a regular movie. This is like this is not a regular movie. This was pushed by Netflix as going to be a big event movie. They've been yeah. talking for like years now. Did they Everyone release it in the theaters a, too, like over a weekend or what? Was it also in the theaters, like for? I don't a, know. I don't think so. <clears throat> I think they did like some IMAX preview where people went and got to see it. And uh, mo I saw reviews leaking. People were trying to hide spoilers, but yeah, I saw the reviews and they were not, not, not like ruining the movie or anything like where I would it would ruin the movie for me, but. They were basically saying, like, yeah, this is not a good movie. Right. This is a mess. It's it's boring. Like it was boring. It was not engaging at all. Like I didn't even realize that one guy who gets killed in the end with the makeup is uh the guy who played Cyborg in the Justice League movie. Oh, he, really? He made him look like a a, a cheap knockoff of Jason. Yeah. yeah, like when he dies, I'm like, Am I supposed to care about this character? Yeah. When Star Wars introduces obi-wan in like the first half hour it takes like a half hour you really meet obi-wan right and he dies like maybe less than an hour into the movie like you only see the character yeah. for like an hour. and you give a shit about his death right you care like i'm sorry there's a reason why lucasfilm passed on this shit yeah no, no i know so true. much to say 
oh, the three-hour version is going to be great. I don't believe you. Not you, Joseph. I mean, then I don't you should have yeah. anybody that's going to say, oh, yeah, that two-hour movie, that two, that two-hour, 15-minute movie you watched, oh, no, no, that one, that one's not good. You got to watch the three-and-a-half-hour cut. That's, yeah. that has, like, more curses or something. It's supposed to be, like, a rated R version. I'm like, yeah. okay, what? So when the guy fondles his ball, he pulls his dick out? Like, what? I don't want to see that. Like, what the fuck? I don't know, dude. I I I will always watch this guy's movies when they come out. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's available because I like train wrecks. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot people went wrong say, with like, this one. oh, you'll just shit on him, or you're a James Gunn apologist here, Marvel Apologist. No, I like good movies. He does not make good movies. <laughs> Name really the last doesn't. good movie he made. I and listen, I found his zombie movie entertaining. I'll oh, that it. was good. Yeah. I didn't hate that one. People shat on that. I thought it was pretty good. Like it's dumb. And there's a lot of weird choices made, but that's a decent movie. Like that was entertaining. Yes. That I thought like, that was real fun. That had characters that I actually cared about. That was his first movie as a director. We um, Dawn of the Dead, right? No, not Dawn of the Dead. I'm talking about the one that came out recently. Oh, well, Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was okay. I, I yeah. I, complete, I'm not shitting on this guy completely. Like no, it, Army of the Dead was movie. fine. I'll like it. Like Watchmen, there's some problems with it, but I enjoyed it. I saw it twice in the theater. Like it yeah. still was well done. It was paced pretty good. Like it it was a long ass movie, but it it actually moved. This movie, yeah, pacing was horrible. This was a just a bad movie. Except it, guys, this is a shit movie. Like like Man of Steel is not is um half and half. It's right. a Superman movie. Does not understand the character at all. But it's got some good stuff in it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Dawn of the Dead is a great movie. It's a fun That was, that was real fun. Uh, it was written by James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I said, I enjoyed Army of the Dead. That had compelling characters in it. I would I enjoyed it. I would like yeah, to see no, I agree. else but then the future. I think all the characters died, unfortunately. Yeah. But like this movie was just bad. I I, I yeah. cannot like I, there was I I wanna see if there's anything redeeming about it. And like there's some robot in it and yeah, that was interesting Hopkins and he seems like an important character and then he vanishes. Yeah then later on in the movie. He shows up in the very last scene. He sticks his head out of the field, and now he has antlers. And then, yeah, and then he runs away. Yeah, basically. What, what's the deal with that character? What is he? What is what? What is he? he? the The deal was here's what's going to happen. The deal was they said that those robots used to be the king's guard, and then when the king died, the robots refused to fight for anyone. So now they carry these robots around, and they basically do like construction work. And so this girl is supposed to be, I'm assuming, is the, the, the lead actress. She's going to be the new queen. And this robot will serve her out of its own free will rather than out of programming. That's my right. guess. Yeah. yeah. So he is going to become like um, like the uh, Navai in... Uh, uh, the avatar movies or something where it's like a native force that agrees to take up arms with 
whatever. The, the, the okay, Numa, so then Numa again, Star. speaking of Avatar, they did rip off Avatar in this movie. There's that oh, scene yeah. on that planet, and you meet that guy with the dreadlocks, and he's like a he's like a slave, or he's like an indentured servant. Yep. This guy, and this asshole guy has him like, I guess, try to tame this uh, black yeah. griffin. It's a griffin, basically. And he has to connect with it, and then he flies with it, and it's fucking Avatar. It's exactly yeah, the same yeah. thing. He's got dreads. The only thing missing was he didn't stick the dread in, like, the back of that thing's head, and, and that thing wouldn't go, what? You know, right. just, but it's literally, this. It, it turns into the first Avatar movie for a couple of minutes. Yeah. And, like, and again, I'm like, what is this shit? Like, <laughs> Yeah. No, it's, it's true. It's very derivative. I mean, like um, I said, there's some good there's some scenes that are like okay. Yeah. But like I said, it's just put this to bed. Like, <laughs> like it's not a good movie. Like this is nonsense. Make a good fucking movie. You don't have you know what? How about this? Your next movie, Dr. Spanner, try not to make an epic. You clearly can't do it. Yeah. Make, it, make it another gets bogged down under its own weight. Make another Army of the Dead type movie. You know what I mean? Like establish a group of characters that and like it's funny. Army of the Dead, it's literally the same plot where he has to build a team and he goes and collects people before they go to yeah. Vegas. Except in that movie, he's able to pull that off in the first like 20 minutes. And yeah. every character that you met was we got to know each character and it was interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and they seem to have good well, like, logical need, reasons to do it. I need to do the same thing, find all these characters, but I need a six-hour cut to do that. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not going to watch it. Uh, oh, I didn't like the set, the two-hour one. I clearly will like the three-hour yeah, no version. Uh, well, okay, so... Again, it's like, even the aliens make no sense. It, yeah, they're tough. The universe makes... It's it just look like... <laughs> it just looks like a bad Star Wars ripoff. Yeah, well, in a lot of ways, it was. I think a lot of people thought it was. I saw people on Facebook who thought it was Star Wars. Yeah. They weren't kidding. Again, that's why I say we are, we obsess over this more. We talk about it. Sure. Watch these things. Your average consumer doesn't have a fucking clue. They don't care. They put no thought. They put it on. They're like, no, that was crap. I'm not going to watch it again. They're not going to be like, oh, that was good. I'm going to read all the lore. (laughs) No, they're not going to do any of that. So they're gonna be like, it looks like Star Wars. There was a woman wearing black, and she pulled out two lightsabers. Yeah, those were lightsabers. I mean, I know they, they were. were they were sticks, and they turned to flame. But I don't know, man. It looked like lightsabers to me on the screen. Yeah, it did. If I was a Disney Star Wars lawyer, I'd be like, <laughs> right? Did you? You know, there's got to be. I mean, come on, they had to be like something like you got to do this, this, and this, or we get sued. Like you got to be. <laughs> yeah, they yeah they should have. Uh, Did they have yeah. the any mentioning of the force in this movie? No, no, that was the one thing missing is that kind of mystical element. But I will say, Star Wars, start cop, copying things isn't the crime here because Star Wars copied a lot of things. Of the course, crime, the crime here is doing it poorly. Star exactly. Wars took two, several different things like Flash Gordon serials and uh, like. The, the old Kurosawa films and a f- it took like a few of those things and it put them together in a new and interesting way. Even though all the little constituent parts were copied, um, 
he came out with a new and original thing. Zack Snyder did the same thing, except he didn't come out with a new and original thing. He came out right, with just, a derivative thing. He made a and, version of something people like. Yeah, so it's real weird, because like, in my head at least, the crime here isn't copying, because Star Wars copied too. It's just that it didn't do it well and in a fun and original is, way. You copy something, but the audience doesn't realize you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Or even if it does, you like you're in on the joke, but it's like in a new way, you know, like and again, it it's good. Pacing's good, there's good characters, right. it works. It you create a new food item out of something else. And right. this is just as tasty, if not tastier. This one was like I threw in I it's like a kid going to like a 7-Eleven. And make, making that big gulp and being like, I'm going to put like all the Slurpee flavors and all the soda flavors in yeah. there. I'm going to make a mix. The first sip, kind of interesting, tastes a little good. Little cup, you're like five, six sips in, you're like, my stomach hurts. Yeah. Like, this right. is kind of like that. And it's funny too. I'm going to move on to the next thing. But the other funny thing about this movie was he copies himself too, which is every plant he goes to is like, either rip off something else or a copy of like another movie that he did. Like the, there's one part when they literally go to like 300 land. Yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. That, um, that guy who's like a general or something. And he yes. Like, oh, he's a, movie. yeah. Gladiator. Yeah. 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 He's like a drunk or whatever. And they have to like clean him, And it's like, I'm like, it looked like 300. Yeah, it did. And I like got the bad guy looks like one of the bad guys from like, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, sucker punch yeah totally wearing like a tie and like a button-down shirt i'm like yeah like a newsie or something <laughs> i thought the villain was fine i don't it's know there's okay. like a part where he's getting like he's like putting sucker cups on him like yeah cups. like there's like some alien and again it was a ripoff of dune yep yeah although i th i thought the dune ripoffs were just like superficial you know they were there, but like I'm talking about the Dune, uh, the uh, what do you call it version of Dune, the old the one from the, the David Lynch one. Yeah, yeah, it felt like that. Like, yeah, yeah I don't know, man. <laughs> I, like I said, I'll watch the second one if the second one is good, which it won't be. I don't but, yeah. if the second one is good, then I would consider going and watching the uh, recut of the first one. Yeah. Maybe that will it'll come together, and I'll be like, uh, "He did it! He pulled it through! He's a <laughs> crazy he, bastard!" He needs eight hours to tell a simple story. You know, it's a no other director gets to like people like that was the other funny thing. People, I saw people like saying like, "Oh, he needs to have four hour movie. He needs to have this." And people are like, you know, no other director gets this like yeah. this uh these excuses. Like, there's people who take movies they have to make it into two hours and they do a fine job mm -hmm. they they don't sit there and be like i need four hours to tell this epic no you don't that's a failure on your part like yeah, tighten it up or do a mini series yeah know, but yeah, tighten do, it up do a mini series turn it into like a four or six part epic or something yeah a lot of people i think forget that like like you know back in shakespeare's time he'd have like a sonnet there's like a real specific form to that. It was like 16 lines and, you know, whatever. But like movies are kind of like that too. You should be able to tell that story in about two hours or so. Yeah. You know? all, all things being equal, but.
Yeah. All right. So we we'll, let's move on from this. We watched uh, two shows uh, pretty routinely. We watched For All Mankind and Monarch. Talk um, about Monarch first, because I don't really have much to say about it. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good. I, I like the thing I like now that was missing for the first the, the last three or four episodes is I get I, I get a better idea of what people want. Like the Kurt Russell character wants to somehow work with or for Godzilla. Like yeah, I think and, he understands what Godzilla's role is yes. for community. And the people don't understand that because I don't blame anyone that sees a four hundred foot right uh, lizard with a tail that's longer than Manhattan. Uh that yeah, the moves are like listen, my cat has a giant tail. When he jumps on things, he knocks shit over all the time. So I can't even imagine what it's like to have a <laughs> Godzilla that has a goddamn tail that's longer than Godzilla himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Kurt Russell understand he must understand like how the roles of Titans and understands where Godzilla falls under this hierarchy and that he's not really a threat to humanity as uh you know yeah we- well they, and they're starting to telegraph those things like that one minor character that was in a state park at one point is working with people now and they're gonna like determine something about how the Titans move or their patterns or something so. It, I liked last week's episode. So we have two episodes to talk about. Yeah. I like the episode again that takes place in the past more than I like. I did not really like this week's episode. Ooh, I okay. I don't really care for uh, May. She's okay. I don't. I didn't find her backstory that interesting. That no, I me neither. Dedicated. I didn't find like her temp job interesting. It's funny. They were setting up... Um, that the company that she was her, like her evil boss or something like that. Yeah. That's the company that's in Godzilla vs. Kong that creates the Mecha Godzilla that they fight. Oh, okay. Because I was like, they changed the name to like Apex or something. And it's almost like they're setting up, it is like they're setting up uh, King of the Monsters, which was the sequel to the Godzilla yeah. movie. I don't know. Yeah. It is an odd show. I like the past one's better. Yep, I me think, too. I think those are more compelling stories. I think that, honestly, that's probably what the show should have been, was the past. Yeah. And then you built off of that. Maybe if you wanted to show the present a little bit, but I would show way more of the past than I would show the present. Yeah, yeah no, they, I agree. They've done the opposite. There was two episodes where the past was even in it. And then they finally did an episode where the past came back again. And yeah. then this episode, this last episode, I don't think the past was in it again. And it focused on the May character. And again, I just did not think her character or story was worth the whole episode. Right. Just, no, I uh, agree. It's just not as compelling as the original, you know, younger Kurt Russell and um, what's her name? The the doctor. Um, oh, I don't know her name. I, I, I'm a little hesitant Nico. to take it. Yeah, okay. Like, she is more compelling character. He's a more compelling character, uh, the younger version of him and, like, everything going on. I like the whole, like, you know, here see she's this Japanese person. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's one. There's some interesting like, dynamics. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's my, well, I mean, they just fought a war, but, like, you know. Um, and I just, like, I feel like you can develop these monsters in the past more without it feeling like you have to connect them to the movies as much 
And I feel like when you show it in the present, you have to connect them to these movies. And I don't know if these movies have that much of a cultural impact, these new ones. I don't think so. I mean, like, I think they did well, but like... They did well, but yeah, they were never like anything like, oh my God, like, I don't know. It's an, like I said, it's an odd show. Uh, I do like the, the very cutesy flirting that the main girl, uh, Kate, does with May. When she like grabs yeah. her hand yeah. and all that, it's 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 kind of adorable. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know where the show's going. It's an odd show. It is. I'm along for the ride. Um, I I will contrast it to For All Mankind, though, in which the stakes are pretty clear and it's like very tightly plotted. And you're talking about For All Mankind being. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because Monarch feels like a little adrift, and for all mankind seems like no, they know where they're going. There's each. Yeah, story. I don't know what I don't know what the end game of this show is. And yeah. is there like more? Is it more than? Is it just I have no episode? idea. I have no idea. The uh, ten episodes. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I know there's a lot. I saw comments of people, and they're like, "I thought Godzilla was in this," and people were like. Well, I was like, I love the comment. Well, he was in it a lot in that one episode. They're like, yeah, what, 30 seconds? Yeah. The problem is he's on the fucking posters. He's on the ads. You see him. You see his head. People are going to watch it thinking, where's Godzilla? Yeah. And there's episodes where Titans don't even show up. Like in the last episode, the big Titan moment was that one that with the cold. And I guess yeah. they trapped him or something. Like Kurt Russell like did something and he was like really excited in the end. His character like, yeah, yeah. we did it. Like, what, was it? Was it that hole they closed it up and they sent that thing back to Titan Land or something? Like I don't think so. I don't think they had enough time to do that. Um what, no, because that was in the end. Remember they were like closing up the hole or something and that thing got yeah. sucked. It looked like the like it's a portal and it closed up and he was like all excited in the end of the episode. Yeah, I do remember that. Um I don't know. I don't know. Um Hopefully it starts, the pieces start to click, uh, but we'll see. Yeah, um, like I said, um, out of the two shows, For All Mankind is definitely more superior of a show. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, we'll want it to support season. And it's a well, again, it's one of these shows where I think like down the road when it's completely done, if they, I, they get like, a, hopefully they get like a tight five seasons. Yeah. That they tell this awesome one and done story if they want to do like offshoots or whatever that's fine but like sure and i think this could be like another like breaking bad type show where i do too you watch this this all like it's it just constantly they're not it doesn't feel like they're making this shit up as they go like no it's it's, it's one of the few shows that seems like nope they knew what they were going to do they're sticking to it they didn't have that you they didn't have network people coming in saying like you need a cousin Oliver. You know, you, I mean it just all seemed <laughs> I love that. That's like your go-to cousin Oliver. Uh, mine is seven for married with children. You need a seven. Yeah. You need a kazoo. <laughs> you need they need, need to yeah, discover needs more schmooze. <laughs> yeah. Uh it seems like they, they know where they're going. It's good. It's it's um I will say the 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 last episode um felt remember the we talk about this a lot the space hotel episode oh that the, was the worst that's the the worst episode yes. of the series. um this didn't feel like space hotel 
but it felt like at the end when Dev was like to to um uh Ed was like, hey, you want to help me steal an asteroid? And Ed like started we'll see how it plays out. I know yeah. what I mean. it gets a little silly. It so- was like I expected them to play like, you know. I feel good by James Brown, or you know, like some like a needle drop. Or I did, something. It was and a good ending. I like that, but like, I, I, what I like the most about Ed's character is it, it makes me feel like okay, he got demoted, so he's gonna start shit. But I think what his real end game is is that he wants Mars to be this like, like he said, Mars will end up turning these people yeah. will turn Mars into some backwater, like I guess this whatever's going on the moon or something. And they mentioned some like location or whatever. And even they're like, Oh, that's an important location. He's like, no, Mars needs to be this like next step for humanity. And this decision they make, if they have the asteroid on earth or whatever, Mars will just be this backwater lab. We can turn this, like we can change this planet. We can turn it, terraform it. We can. And I I think that that's kind of cool. Like at first when he's helping the people unionize, it was like, okay, here's this up upper head guy yeah, yeah. screwed. So of course he's gonna help to to start shit. But I like that really what's going on here is he saw the paperwork, he saw what was going on. And I like that that was one of his jobs was to do like this paperwork always, but because he was always piloting, he he never looked at it until he got demoted. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. I also thought that was kind of odd that he would still have that position, but that's fine. It makes sense. I mean, like the way it was, uh, that part made sense to me. It's just go ahead. Sorry. Well, it just seemed like, like they're sitting there on Earth talking about maybe declaring martial law or deputizing people, which is what they turn out to do. And it's just like, well then was this ever really a problem? Like, why didn't they do this earlier? I don't know. Just Well, the, the Ed thing, like I said, I think it's kind of funny because when Daniel, like, fires him, yeah, it felt like he was completely fired. Like, he was getting shipped back to right. Earth. And that wasn't the case. And he still had this, like, higher-up role. He just wasn't the... Right. Like, it was more like, I guess, it, it's like a cop getting demoted to, like, a desk job. That's kind of like it. Yes. So paperwork and that's when he saw like oh these people are getting screwed and there's all this money being made and dev like playing that game where he kind of yeah isn't everybody's greed and it worked but then he comes into ed's room later and he's like no i like i had it's like we had to shut this down we had to yeah like if you want it was funny uh yeah well, Ed, Ed got says, to uh, eat his, have his cake and eat it too, where he was able to squash the union and, but also, like, you know, still go after the asteroid man, you know? Yeah. Well, Dev, Dev said something to Ed, which was, I think, real true is like, you want the same thing I do. We don't ever want to go back to Earth. And I thought that was like a pretty cool line. Dev doesn't and, want to see his mom anymore. Give him a guilt trip. Yeah. Dev, well, Dev, Dev's like, conquered the world and he's still unhappy you know he's he he has everything he wants or could ever want but he's not happy and so he's looking to go find it on mars and ed is you know different i mean he has like all these things on earth that make him happy but he's got this like fucking short circuit in his head that makes him need to like well i think he's dedicated most of his life and he's like getting older and he sees himself losing it and it's like you know, he's one of the founders of 
humans on, yeah. on Mars. So in his mind, he's like, I want There's... to actually become something and have you know, yeah. kind of legacy and be one of the founding fathers of Mars. And like, you know, like he said, it'll, he's probably 100% right where they would just turn into some kind of backwater yeah. and uh, just be another lab. And he's definitely probably right. There's a great comedian that had a joke. It was, I'm not going to be able to tell the funny part, uh, but he said basically like um, that people, astronauts must have like a real big burden to, uh, they, they must have this terrible burden because they can't relate to anyone on earth because they've been to like fucking outer space. Hey, sorry, you might want to edit here to set to deal with something real quick. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear anything he said for the past. Oh no, I minute. No, I, I saw you get up like so if you a want second. Edit well, this. he he said that like okay, so there's this comedian, and I'm I'm gonna kind of get the basics of it wrong. Okay, but he he said basically like people that have been to outer space just can't relate to anyone ever. You know, okay. like yeah, like like you're sitting in a bar and some guys telling the story about like some awesome thing that happened to him and like the astronauts like you know i i walked on the moon you know like i I floated i floated between earth and the sun you know and it's like it's just it's a different perspective anyway ed ed was like fundamentally changed by uh by his experience in space he's never going back he doesn't want to and his kids there and his grandkids there so in theory he has no there's nothing back there for him now and now he has parmesan now he has parmesan cheese up there so that's right what he dumped him on that kid that little kid needs to come fuck down that's what i think i was like they're like you can't do that i'm like oh chill out i mean he he did pile a lot of parmesan cheese. yeah yeah and like yeah anyway it just (laughs) the parmesan cheese thing was funny as a dick (laughs) it was it was the classic like my my uh my grandpa used to be like that. And it drove my dad nuts. Like the, the guy would just be like, you need to try this. And you'd be like, well, I don't, I don't like veal. You need to try it. You know, he's like going on like, dude, I, I'm not having that. I just, so anyway. Yeah. I was, um, I was like, you just put it on a little bit. Yeah. And like, here, try this. And the kid, no, let me ruin your dinner. Right. Dump this entire thing on here. Well, anyway, so that, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, to the next episode. This has been a great season. All for for all mankind is always good. So a couple of quick things. I don't like how what's his face was not in this episode, but he was in the other episode where he basically runs the business now. Miles or his name is yeah. Basically, well, what's his face? Um, Lit Lydia. Ilya. Ilya. Ilya sends like a mu- a muscle to like intimidate him, but then Miles has the North Koreans. I guess right. He were yeah. able to help them. It and- was a. They literally, they literally took the bar away from Lydia. The, yeah, uh, his name is. Yeah, he. It was a real um, hostile takeover, and it went. Miles, the character, the Miles character went like turned into like a villain. Yeah, it's hard to say because like you don't know if Miles is going to turn out to be a hero or a villain. Because like I, I think he's going to turn out to be a villain. I think he's going to like completely fuck up this guy's operations and. Well, he's and, yeah. We'll see where it goes, but I feel like he's gone in a more of a villainous territory. In a lot of ways, he uh, 
Miles's vision of Mars is that vision of Mars that Ed is real scared of. Well, it's just turning in, into like, you know, a little gold mine. Yeah. And, well, I think that's, I don't think that's what Ed's problem with it is. Ed's worried that Mars will just be a, like he said, a backwater, like it'll just be, a, it won't be important. Like, yeah, there'll still be bases and they'll do this, but it won't be the number one thing. Yeah. Miles, yeah. like, like I said, he's just, he, like, if Miles was like a good guy, what he should have happened was, is he could have talked with, what's the guy's name again? The Russian e- Ilya. Guy? Ilya. And said like, you know, he could have had his, back up and just been like you know we could work together but you you know but instead he was just like straight up like it's mine now you can still come here and drink (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was cold yeah yeah. i mean the the guy just like grabbed him it's not like he like beat the shit out of him right and the north koreans did beat the shit out of the guy yeah he he he, they went they they ducked tripled or quadrupled what that guy did yeah uh maybe even more like he didn't really permanently damage just kind of threatened him and said hey you know yeah um other things i liked about this show was they dropped little hints about this universe we learned elvis is still alive yeah yeah (laughs) we learned that no one knows what james bond is anymore kind of makes sense james bond is a cold war character yeah yeah came out in the 60s and i would imagine with everything that happened uh after the moon landing and then like uh-huh. the americans that james bond movies maybe especially after the 70s probably became out of fashion ed makes a reference to james bond no one gets no it. one knew what the fuck it was now i know for a fact that gold um Goldman? No, was it Gold- Goldfinger? Goldeneye, the one with Pierce. Oh, Bronson. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, that game came out in like the late '90s from Nintendo 64, and it was yeah. a massive hit. They were releasing Bond films. There was a Bond film in 2003 starring Halle Berry and Pierce Bronson. Yep, in our world. So I do like that, like seeing pop culture actually being different. Yeah, that was cool. Really, yeah. There was no James Bond movies anymore. So when he made like he made a ref Ed made a reference about shaken or not stirred or something. Yeah, no, none of the people younger people like, got it. Well, it was probably like they there were probably in this universe just like five, four or five Bond movies, and it just went away. It probably went away yeah. when Sean Connery. That's it. I like they reference Saudi Arabia, how um there's like a civil war going on. And it oh, makes yeah, sense yeah. because in this universe, they're not really relying on oil anymore no. right right now they, re, they now they have that pulse technology or uh plat pulse yeah they, they, yeah, the they have like technology. different you know thanks to all the trips and nasa and everything and the moon and mars that it so it makes sense that like a country like saudi arabia would be like in a place way it would have no yeah that's clever any country anymore so i thought that was a cool little like mentioning that I was like in the last episode. I was like when they sneak in those, like we get to yeah. see more about the world, and it makes the show even better. It's like again, they don't have to spend a whole hour on that. No, just that though that it's most effective when they do like a little newsreel or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's enough. That's how you world build. Yeah, Maybe someone should tell that to Zach Schneider. 
<laughs> yeah, so it was cool. I look forward to it. Uh, yeah. I can't wait for the asteroid heist. Yes. I was thinking, I'm like, oh my God, you know what would have been like a real dark turn is if they do take this the asteroid and it ends up hitting the fucking Earth. Yeah, well, I I think that that's probably not going to happen just because that would be like extin- extinction event. You know, I mean, that's a big deal. But um, I could see them coming close, you know, and this being like, uh, uh, I don't know. I will, I'm curious to see how they handle it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like the show. Yeah. All right. So we got we're gonna shift now to some news. Sad reality. Yeah. Um, the first one is kind of a mixed bag. Colorado. Uh, the the Colorado Supreme Court decided that Trump cannot be on the ballot, and the Michigan court decided that Trump could. And I think the Wisconsin court also decided that Trump could be on the ballot. Um, it's been heard in like three or four different states and Colorado currently is the only state not putting Trump on it the ballot. It was Republicans that pushed this yes. in Colorado, which yeah. is funny. You see Republicans and people in media making it sound like it was the Democrats doing this and it right, wasn't. No. It was Republicans in Colorado. Yeah. It is a weird one. I have mixed feelings about Trump being on or off the ballot. I mean, I don't think he should be on the ballot. But like, president. If, if the then you shift to a different problem because you could I'm not saying it's not worth doing maybe he probably shouldn't be on the ballot but the bigger problem is that you got people who will vote for Trump right and if they'll vote for Trump then they'll vote for some other asshole and that's a big problem like vote for that asshole if Trump endorses that asshole I know but like not letting Trump on the ballot um leads to like trump jr being on the ballot and then you got uh, trump jr don't got the juice yeah we'll see i mean i, I don't know i look i i don't think trump should be on the ballot i like i don't i don't think he should i mean is it a little late in the game to do this i don't know mm. i mean i think it's a re it's like almost like a cool reality check like yeah the guy like tried doing it like didn't try he did an insurrection yeah like there were politicians whose lives were threatened. And I forgot there was something I said, like if the Supreme Court makes, oh, there was a decision they were going to do about like Trump recently. And they said that that, that decision could, oh, it was something like about pressing chart. Like it had something to do with the Jack Smith stuff. Like if, uh, I don't remember what it, it had something to do with basically giving the president some kind of immunity. And if they right. give it to Trump, therefore they're giving it to Biden as well. And if Biden, let's say, loses the election or something fishy happens he could claim thanks to the Supreme right. Court he could claim all these things and stay and remain in power because so they said that the Supreme Court might not go along with uh, what the Republicans want them to do because it sets a precedent that that would give the powers to the cities yeah it is weird a lot like a lot of what they're arguing just means that Biden could stay in office you know? yeah um, man, I don't think he would because he's a Democrat, and they don't. Yeah, I don't either. But have an allergic reaction to power. It seems like. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ew, yucky. It is. It is good that people are addressing this. Um, I, uh, I think that it should be normalized conversation to say that Trump is an insurrectionist. Yeah. Like, that he tried to 
take away your vote and take away the results of a fair election. I think that's that should be a normalized thing to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Colorado, the, it's worth a discussion. It's worth having that discussion dominate the election. It's worth forcing the hand of states to have to decide on this. Now, I think it honestly, like, I guess Michigan, Wisconsin are okay with insurrection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is. Um, I don't know. Oh, I still, there's still a part of me that's like, people should just not vote for him. People, but, but like, well, yeah, but I think he should not be allowed to run for president. You yeah. Can, you commit a insurrection, you should be like fleeing the country. Well, you if they, have... if they found him guilty of a felony, I think that he could be precluded from serving um i don't get it yeah no, I, I, I agree I like, and i see these like bullshit polls of like him doing better than biden i'm like how doesn't make any sense does anyone not remember how shitty he was yeah i guess it's all in the way the poll is phrased who they're asking i i'm not like a huge believer in a lot of polls although the a lot of the the problem solid... with that though is it doesn't matter a poll could be 100 fake it doesn't matter it dominates the headlines yeah. And it becomes a meme that people repeat over and over. Yeah. We'll see. I think we're still too far out. Yeah, Biden's not popular. Look at the polls. And it's like, you mean those bullshit polls? Yeah. No, let's see. We'll see how it goes over the next couple months. And after after the primary has been set, um, we'll see. We'll see. It's just, uh, you know, when I saw the Colorado thing, it made me happy to move out here. Yeah. Uh, living in texas uh, or when i moved away from texas all the headlines i'd ever seen in texas was like ken paxson wants to uh, <laughs> hunt down a woman trying to have a uh procedure done to her body uh ken pat you know like all these horrible stories yeah. greg abbott wants to hire bounty hunters to <laughs> bring in women deputized uh, deputized dog the bounty yeah hunter. like so it was nice to see like a nice headline and be like oh yeah that's cool i'm glad i moved here like yeah we're the state that basically said yeah maybe we shouldn't allow somebody who committed an insurrection to run for president and maybe we should normal i like that's the thing like even if the supreme court comes in and which they probably mm-hmm. will or whatever and denies whatever decision colorado made the reality is is that it needs to be normalized to say that donald trump is an is a fucking yeah. Like it should be, it should be a normal thing and it should be an on, it is a truth. If yeah, the, that should be. I mean, it... Repeat ad nauseum that this bullshit story about Al Gore creating the internet, we can make normalize and repeat a, that Trump tried stealing the presidency back in 2020. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously I a hundred percent believe that. I think. I know I'm kind of like bleeding into the next topic here with this. I think that um, that whether or not he committed insurrection, I mean, that's a matter for a criminal court at some point. We but all like, saw it on TV. You can't look at his Christmas message and think like, oh, well, this oh, is a good... Even, even if like he didn't... I don't know. Even if you could like legal loophole your way out of that crime, he still posted that Christmas message. It's crazy. You know, we've seen him do stuff like that before, going out using the law to go after his enemies or using. Is it this one? It's the one at the end where it's like Merry Christmas, except for these people rotten hell. Donald J. Trump. 
Merry Christmas to all, including Crooked Joe Biden's only hope to range Jack Smith, the out-of-control lunatic who just hired outside attorneys fresh <laughs> from the swamp, all capital, unprecedented, to help him with his poorly executed witch hunt against <laughs> Trump and MAGA. Yeah, right. Included also are world leaders, both good and bad, but none which are as evil and sick as the thugs <laughs> we have inside our country who with their open borders, inflation, Afghanistan surrender, green news scam, high taxes, no energy independence, woke military, uh -huh. Russian, Ukraine, Israelite land, all electric cars, <laughs> we didn't start the fire. <laughs> Military, Russia, Ukraine. Is yeah, right. Electric, insane. No, electric. <laughs> and so much more. My, are looking to destroy our once great USA. May they rot in hell again. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Like it's unhinged. Why yeah. would anyone read that and be like, oh yeah, that's the guy I want to be president. That's the guy I want to decide. Oh no, the president doesn't have any power. Okay, butthead. The president literally dictates the direction of the country. Well, some, like some people will. For the next decades. Yeah, some people will see this and think this will make them want to support him even more. You who, know, who are these people? Well, the weirdo evangelical Christians. You know, they believe yeah, but that's that like not the majority. I'm talking about still like what 20, 30 percent of the vote. They're yeah. not real everyday people. You know, the ones in the in the ads that do like jobs as doctors and nurses and the, right. the stock footage, stock photos that they show. Sure, no, I'm just saying like a normal rational person would see that and be like this guy's nuts yeah no one wants this guy to be president no. i think that is one of the greatest lies being told right now that this guy's polling well and that people would vote for him majority like you said yeah insane people maga people and all those nut jobs yes they'll vote for him but he is incredibly unpopular yeah I, I, True. Not, joe biden is not perfect in any way but and especially when it comes to labor, he's not. But he's proven to be more of a labor rights president yeah. than any in decades. Certainly, an, certainly an ally. Pro union showing up, walking the what he went to that one for the UAW or something like uh -huh. that. Like they said, a president never did that before. And yeah, that was a big deal. I'm sorry, but when I see corporate-owned media, billionaires, billionaire-backed media outlets. Saying remind constantly pushing Biden's old, Biden is not popular. Yeah, it's not I, good. I feel like you don't want him around because of not because of that, but because he's an actual threat. He is allowed not that like he himself, but he is like by there'll be more unions popping up because of this. Yeah, this adds power to unions, younger people who don't know what a union is, are going to find out what a union is because of this. And yeah, they don't no, it's all positive that. stuff. Like, I saw, like, uh, a tweet or something, or some article about how Pizza Hut is firing all these yeah. people because Gavin Newsom put in a thing, basically, it has to do with minimum wage. And, I, oh, my God, the comment section. It's rude. I saw that it's today, like, too. I, I left the comment and said, man, people really want people to be poor. 
Like they really want working class people to be poor as shit. Like that's right. This is why. This is why. And I'm like, dude, these companies. The CEO is racking in sixteen, seventeen million dollars. Yeah, they're <laughs> have a talk with that dude. That's the reason he, why your food's more. Expensive. I saw that today, and I was like, this the the average Pizza Hut employee in California makes eleven dollars and nineteen cents an hour. The CEO makes eight thousand five hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, eight thousand five hundred dollars an hour. That and I didn't deliver the pizzas. He, it's just inconceivable to me that that. You can look at someone getting paid eight thousand dollars an hour, and not and and say and the first thing you, that comes to mind is like we need to stop overpaying these delivery drivers. That that is ridiculous. You may or may not have other labor costs you need to address, but like you're paying this guy eighty five hundred dollars an hour to do what? What is he doing? What does this day I'm look like? The food better. Yeah, I mean, like, what does it take to run a pizza hut? Like, you fucking just, I mean, am I missing something here? <laughs> to be it's, fair. What? He's not running a pizza hut, to be what fair. What does it take to run a hundred of them? I like, know, I know what you're saying. I like, mean, I'm just saying, like, the, the problems are, like, there's probably some complicated ones, like, which cheese distributor should we choose? But again, probably, the, probably not even that guy's problem. Probably like, the cheapest one. Yeah, shit. which, what is he, like, what? What does he do? And he he or she does nothing because in the end of the day, if pizza fails or they remove that person, that person's going to leave with like a $30 million golden parachute. These people are like, they're fucking parasites on the entire company. economies. See, at the time I've seen, I've heard, I've worked, I got to be high enough in positions to see like how sausage is made right and the way these people are they go into these companies to fail so yeah. they get those golden parachutes they're not there to make the company succeed they go in they cause the company they come up with stupid ideas everyone has to go along with it and then they fucking leave and you find out they made like millions of dollars when they left they're fucking like parasites unreal the- no so that guy who made like, look what happened with Hasbro. Hasbro is a great example. They just fired like a ton of people. They're hiring like AI bullshit. Mm-hmm. They fired a ton of people right before Christmas. And then you find out that the three heads, like one of like the DD, which yeah. is most whatever these, which makes like a shit. They're like, why would anyone get like that's performing really well? Why are you letting off people from that yeah. one? And then you find out, like, oh, okay, so what happened with the what happened with the the CEOs, they got to take a cut. Yeah, yeah. No, one of them got. These were bon- these weren't even salaries. These were bonuses. Yeah, one of them it's, got like six million. Another one got eight million. It's crazy. Like, what you just fired? These were like these weren't you know first ones, last ones hired, first ones fired type deal. These were people that worked there for decades that were let go, mm-hmm. and. You find this out. I saw somebody post the thing about Nintendo uh, back at, this was a couple years ago, couple, yeah. probably 10 years ago, Nintendo Japan, just how the culture is different. And like we, when the Wii U was out, this was the one yeah. Wii, it didn't do well. It was kind of considered. No, it was a, before yeah, the, it was a misfire. Switch, yeah, Switch was the one that saved the company. But when the Wii U came out, they were like, shit, it didn't do well. And to uh save people's jobs instead of now who knows they could have fired some people i have no idea but they didn't lay off thousands of people the head of the heads took pay cuts and no one got bonuses 
And I think some of the workers got a little bit, but they they all got to keep their job. Mm. The heads did not collect, fire yeah. thousands of people and then keep and then get pocket a six million dollar bonus. Mm. They took pay cuts. The head of Nintendo, who I think is still around today, he took like a 60% pay cut. Yeah. They got I it mean, back eventually, but they did it to save jobs. And here in America, fuck you. Yeah, that's that's not even on the radar. Like they they fucking fire people. Like the fact that they have no problem. Like that, and that's so gross, the pizza thing, because it's like it's so nasty. You see all these scumbags, right? Like, uh, like the drivers yeah. don't they don't want a pizza for them. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you don't give a like. <laughs> everyone wants to be a little king. They want to be served. That's what I said about like the pandemic. I couldn't stand like. I was like, you know what? I I actually don't enjoy going to restaurants sometimes. I don't mind taking some time off from going from restaurants. And I saw all these people couldn't they they want to be served by waiters. They want to be little kings. <laughs> they want to like they do. They want to be yeah. like. They want to boss around some servant class. They want to feel all big, and the and the pandemic ruined that for them for a little yeah. bit. Like I can't. My favorite. Remember that one? It was like a woman in Texas or something. And the image went out. And someone did a painting. It was like at like uh, one of these uh, Mexican restaurants near well where I used to live, and mm-hmm. because the way they serve things, like she couldn't get cheese on the side, and the picture she was like so sad, and someone's. Did a painting it made it look like a renaissance painting like as if she was suffering Ooh, aura but it was just because she can get her little cheese on the side <laughs> i mean like it's like remember that bullshit where people were like no one wants to work that bullshit yes yeah. that was a complete lie they were oh, yeah. that they were hiring people and no one wanted to work. And that was a lie. They weren't hiring anybody. It was that scam that uh yeah, leave it was some that, positions vacant and yeah. No, it was that what was it that that Trump put through and everyone that W oh uh, yeah. What was it called? It was like a loan and that people took it. And it basically said, like, oh, if you can't hire people, you don't have to pay it back. So yeah. they didn't hire anyone. And then they said, Oh no, no one wants to work. And then people were like, What are you talking about? I applied right. job like six times, hire me. Yeah, there's like so many, like we just live in such a shit country. Like yeah. we do. True. Like we're like I'm, that shit should be illegal. What what Pizza Hut is doing should be illegal. Mm-hmm. Like because when you lay people off, you have to go through the government. Yeah. Oh yeah. At, if if it's a certain a company, number of people, I worked at a company and they wanted to fire this girl. She was like a higher up. They hired and mm-hmm. she signed some contract, so they couldn't just fire her. They could lay her off. So you know what right. they did? This is so huh. fucked up. Because it was a layoff, they couldn't just lay off one person. They laid off like five people. Oh, geez. To get rid of this girl. I thought it was like the most scuzziest thing ever. Yeah, that's gross. So a bunch of people had to lose their job. Yeah. So they, yeah. This girl, so they didn't have to pay her. She got oh. like a percentage, I guess, per sales or something. And they wanted to get rid of her. So they, uh, yeah, there's such a shit like that's like that's that should be illegal. With pizza, yeah. like when they announce like, oh, we're raising minimum wage on fast food stuff in in California, and a company's like, oh, we're laying off all these people because that the government should come back and be like, mm. uh, no, you're not. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. How yeah, I do. Yeah, done, but they shouldn't be accepting the. 
because they have to go through the government when they do a layoff. You can't just, it's not a normal firing. If there's a certain number. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, so I don't, I feel like the headlines probably disingenuous a little bit, I would imagine, but like, I don't know. That just sounds shady as fuck. Like I would imagine that there should be some kind of course of action, like some kind of fines or like some, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought I was seeing all these like layoffs. I was like, and then you see people collect these huge bonuses and then they spread lies and say like, yeah, we're doing it because they demanded minimum wage. And, and again, there's there hasn't been a reason. But I see all these people. I'm like, are these real people leaving comments? I can't. But I'm like, yeah, no, this dumbasses who think this. I think shit. a lot of them are. Yeah, it's so stupid that it's like they're all like, this is why Republicans win because people fall for this bullshit. Yeah, I I commented on something today, and it was basically to the effect of of what you're saying, and they're. And a lot of people uh, tweeted back saying, like, well, it's bonus money, not salary money. I think a lot of people don't get it. Whatever. Well, it's like if it's a bonus, that means that it's still income. That money has to be like you're not guaranteed a bonus. Yeah. That's why it's called a bonus. <laughs> like bonuses involve like, well, we did better this year, so here's a bonus. Yeah. Um so if a company has to lay off like a ton of people, in theory, that's a sign the company's not doing well. Right. If that's the case, higher up should not be getting bonuses. No, no, no. It sounds right. like your company's doing <laughs> fine. You wanted the higher bonus. So you fired a bunch of lower. Yeah. Of- and then you look good on paper briefly, but you've gutted the company. It's real cynical. It's yeah. it's, it's disgusting. All right. Speaking of gross, Nikki, Nikki Haley. Haley. Yeah, she had an interesting. They caught it on uh, film tonight, and um, she'd been making a lot of headway with her. Um, she'd been making a lot of headway with her uh, campaign, catching not catching up with Trump, but you know, getting ahead of DeSantis. And anyway, she had a town hall in New Hampshire tonight, and a guy asked her, "What do you? What do you play it?" Yeah, yeah. If you have it queued up, it's yeah, uh, it. it's real hard to hear the the questioner though. What? It's hard to hear the questioner at the end. But yeah, play it, and then we'll we'll fill in the blanks All at right. the end. It's like a minute long, so yeah. it's not too long. Um, what was the cause of the United States Civil War? That should be a really easy question. So there. easy, yeah. Like that's like what we call a layup. And if you want to split the difference, you could say. Um, it was about states' rights, and the states' right that was being questioned was the right to have slaves. Own humans. Yeah, you. I mean, you could you could work your little states' rights pitch in there, but. Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms, and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? (laughs) Well, I think, uh, you know, the question is about freedom. And so, so like, the government wanted to stop people from owning people. Which that is a that is a freedom. That is a kid who didn't read the work. Nikki, well, no, Nikki. that's a like. So you're saying the government 
is trying to take away your freedom. Okay, what's your freedom? I want to own people and take away right. their freedom. Oh. And, and I, anytime Civil War comes up, that's that you should know that's what they're asking you about. They're asking you about slavery, Nikki. You should, if you, you, you can weasel but, your way around it, but like, don't act like you don't know what the question's about. Anyway, go ahead. Birds are chirping, owls are hooting here, insects are making noises because there's a long pause. He said, I'm not running for president. Yeah, he's like, look, I, I'm not. Question. I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. We need to have capitalism. We need to have economic freedom. We need to make sure that we do all things so that individuals have the liberties so that they can have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to do or be anything they want to be without government getting in the way. So, um, you hear that? What do you want me no. to say? He basically said in the year 2023, it blows my mind that you can't say the word slavery. Yeah. And and it's true. She did everything but mention slavery. I mean, and it's gross because she's like basically like, I can't say that the I want to allow people to have the freedom to own other free people as farm equipment. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> yeah um that's just real shocking you know i mean like i'm not shocked at all by that uh i think that's gonna help her in a republican primary probably but maybe it might help her in one state i don't know i do like though well, that Joe biden quickly responded or yeah. his team did or whatever yes yeah. politics and he's the president of the united states uh what did joe biden write back immediately uh he goes well, he retweeted the Biden-Harris headquarter thing, which is the dark yes. brand. That's kind of funny. Uh, he wrote, real quick, it was about slavery. <laughs> I just love this, like, batshit description yeah. <laughs> about freedom. So you're saying that you're pro-slavery because you you won't say the word slavery, but you're basically saying that the government was denying capitali capitalism freedom. Okay, what was the... What was the system of capitalism? Yeah, what, what were the they South? selling? What, were they... what was the number one? Like, what was it? Was it humans, Nikki? Like, yeah. so it's like you're saying. What, what was the South selling? Was it was it dudes? Was it was right. it like was it dudes? Was it like people? Was that it? Yeah. Nikki? I mean, like, like, like just yeah, it's you're you you're endorsing slavery. And I, I love so, that she's like, oh, I don't want to answer that question. You answer. And the guy's like, I'm not the one running for president. Yeah. I think it's weird, too, because, like, I, I can't imagine that answer. Because, like, any any normal thinking person's going to be like, wow, Nikki, that's a bullshit answer. But even the, the hardcore chuds have got to be pissed off at her that she didn't more vociferously come stand out up for the slavery. Yeah. Well, or, or at least come out and say, you're always making it about, they, they would have wanted a different answer too. That answer was like a complete failure. It no was matter Ashley what... Simpson appearance uh, yeah. on SNL when the, when the thing happened with the music and it was revealed that she was lip singing and yep. dancing. Then yeah, was... She did a little jig. Yeah. yeah. That's um, like, Probably that I know that's a solid reference. That's like <laughs> over a decade old, maybe older than that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was it was like really bad. I wonder if it'll affect her 
Um, I can't imagine like. I don't think it'll make a fucking difference. Yeah, that's like, the thing. Again, it's like what I said. Samson said about uh, the Republican debates was two bald men arguing over Trump. Yeah, basically, like, it's Trump. Trump's gonna be the guy. He's the nominee. I mean, the joke is this will probably help her. Yeah, probably. I don't think it's gonna. Hurt. I don't think it's gonna hurt her at all. I think well, her in the like Iowa or whatever fucking bullshit state in the beginning, South Carolina. I mean, the funny thing about her though is you you. Do you know her history with the yeah. slavery Confederate flag? Yeah, yeah. What? It, what? She, the Nikki Haley was she? If I remember right, she allowed some of that Confederate stuff to be taken down. She didn't. Yeah, they huge... taken down from the state capitol after Dylan Roof, that yeah. little kid who went into a church, a black church, to kill black people, killed a bunch of black people. But if I remember right, she Got wasn't out. like leading she the charge, out. but she she said, okay, we can take it down. She pretty much said, take, yeah, she pretty much had it taken down. It was take, it was removed from the state capitol. After that, South Carolina did not have the Confederate flag still part of the state. Right. And, uh, you know, again, this is going back to like 2012. I think this is yeah, like probably. or whatever. I was living in Chico when this happened. And you didn't have Trump yet running a pro-Confederacy campaign. Right. Uh, you know, they were still defending the Confederate flag. But, you know, you didn't have this conversation about, like, I even saw recently, they've been removing Confederate statues everywhere. And again, they, yeah. the Republicans have this bizarre, like, they're removing statues of Democrats. Okay, but the Democrats are the ones that are happy it are gone. They're yeah. happy it's gone because it shows that they were the... It's like, shut up, dude. Such we all know weird, you love yeah. these fucking Confederate statues. And we all know that all the racist Democrats from the South and other are, parts yeah, of the are now Republicans. They all flipped and became Republicans after yeah. the Civil Rights Movement. Yeah. It, I, I, it's such a, like, anytime you hear someone say that, I like I, I don't even want to respond to them. I don't even want to say, like, the party's flipped. It doesn't... Because it's like these people are fucking knuckleheads. Yeah, it's well, you can't talk to them. I mean, they, they're they're not in, arguing in good faith. They're not serious people. There was a guy the other day. I can't tell. I was going to bring this up. I'll just bring it up now since like talking about bad faith. Uh, this one kind of blew up. I retweeted this image. I didn't retweet the guy. I like took a screenshot because I don't want him to. Yeah. Want to like juice his account in any way? Um, where is it? Oh yeah. This is from Jesse Kelly, Jesse Kelly, D.C. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. He writes, people love, it's a picture of Statue of Liberty. And he goes, people love to sound sophisticated and brag about European art and architecture. I've seen America and I see what they got. Theirs can't touch ours. Yeah. Statue of Liberty. And I wrote, does this dumb fuck not know that France built the Statue of Liberty and gave it to us as a gift? Or does he think his followers just don't know? It's hard to tell with these right-wing chuds. Of course, it I is hard idiots. to tell leave comments like there's a it's on a bit we built the pedestal oh yeah because you know when i think of the statue of liberty the one thing i always think of is that beautiful pedestal the green statue that's like 150 feet below that you could climb into and walk upstairs and go to the top that's the thing no one thinks about think about the 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 boring ass pedestal on the bottom it was it was a crazy sentiment um and then he doubled down on it. He's like, you know, people just don't get what I'm saying. I mean, he was 
That guy's an idiot. No, He's like one of the worst. Saying, are you like, so I said, like, is he that dumb or does he know his supporters are dumb? I would imagine the the last. He he knows the supporters. But I also am like wondering if are we at that level now of idiocracy when it comes to the Republicans? <laughs> where they have allowed the like the dumbasses to take over the party more. Well, and I mean that's really certainly true like, with like Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert's like legitimately just a dumb. She's a dummy. I mean she does. But she I mean like does. Oh yeah, where do you have that on here? I don't see the Bobert thing on here. I don't think we put it on there. Oh, we need to add that in there. That's I guess we could just talk about it now yeah. since he brought her up. All right. So it was just announced today. Lauren Bobert announced that she's running for Congress. In so she's currently the congresswoman for the third district yep. of Colorado. She has been performing pretty poorly. The Beetlejuice thing, I think, hasn't helped her. Yeah, right. Yakinoff incident, the Beetlejuice pulling fat plumes on pregnant women, um, making a complete ass out of herself, and just being terrible all, yeah. all the time. I mean, people, I think, are just tired of her shit. She, she, she almost lost her last election, literally, by, like, 500 votes. Yeah. He, it, her, the guy who ran against her, Adam Frisch, is out out getting way more donations yeah she has a, a i guess a pretty strong primary challenge i think so uh something yeah. heard h-e-r-d yeah. yeah this guy running uh so she decided to pack up her bags and move to the fourth district of yeah. Colorado, where ken buck is retiring and she thinks she can carpet bag to another district of Colorado. Yeah. It's really funny. So Colorado, the way it's, we were, Joseph, we're looking at this map, congressional map of Colorado. There's eight districts. Yep. But the majority of districts are in that juicy center where yes. Denver is and all the uh, Fort Collins and Burlington. Yeah, Burlington and Colorado Springs. And that's really where the population's at. Yeah. And where Bobert, she's more in the west. She's literally the north and southwest of uh, Colorado. And mm -hmm. Ken Buck is literally on the north east. and southeast of Colorado. It looks like they dominate the state, but obviously land can't vote. Right, yeah. Like they, anytime a Republican posts like a picture and it shows all that red. And it's like, yeah. yes, deserts and uh, forests don't vote. They don't have... Uh, yeah, if you look at Colorado's map, most of the big three districts, there's there's two huge districts, uh, the third and fourth, and they're pretty Republican. And then there's a smaller district, the fifth, that's also very Republican because it's where the Air Force Academy is located. Colorado Springs, so it yeah. has a decent sized big, that it yeah. demands its own district, its own yeah. Big, like a lot of mega churches, a lot of evangelicals mm -hmm. there. Uh, but then the majority of the population population are in these small little districts around Denver. You yeah, know, you're in, you're in one of them. I, I forget which one. But um, yeah, she wants to move from the third district to the fourth. Um, a lot of people are speculating she might not make it onto the ballot. She might. I hope lose. she doesn't. Yeah. I hope she gets kicked off. She's not a serious person. No, a joke. Every time we we played clips of her where. She, she tries to play congressperson and she gets yeah, a pass so awful. person who actually is a congressperson. You know, she's just a shit stain. And I, honestly, I think she should just get the fuck out of Colorado. Go run somewhere else. Go run in yeah. North 
Dakota or something. Get the fuck out. Like, I just think it's hysterical that she thinks she could just go there. And the joke is, who knows? She could fucking win. I don't know. And She could. But you said so yourself that there's already a bunch of people running. In, yes. And honestly, if I were any of them, I wouldn't hold back. No. She's not the future Republican Party. She's not going to be governor. She's not going to be, you know what I mean? She's not going to be senator. Yeah. She's not going to be president. She's a fucking ass clown. She's going to be like a freaking guest on Newsmax. Like, she's a joke. Yeah. No one, like None of these politicians owe this person anything. They should worry about their own political career. She's not going to be the next fucking president. She's not going to be vice president. She's a shit stain. And if I was one of the Republicans running in... um in the fourth district who's been running for a while and saw this this oh torpedo her yeah it's tacky as shit it's like okay so why are you coming here oh i love it here i always wanted to go to the east east coast first west coast you know east coast better than west coast (laughs) it's like no bitch we saw that you were fucking losing you're getting your ass handed but you want to stay in congress because you love that fucking government dick you yeah. want to have, you know, <laughs> like you want that, well, government, you want that, you know, she's, if she gets another two years, she's pretty much going to have fucking insurance for the rest of her life. You just have to serve yeah. like three terms, I think, like to get like fucking health insurance for the rest of your life. That's the joke. George Santos didn't even get one year. So he right. yeah, like he's getting nothing. Well, I would, I'm curious as to Lauren Boebert's, um, chances in the next election i i they, they may be tougher than she thinks um but i think it's a great sign that she knew the writing was on the wall in the third i mean if adam frisch can win the third he may have a harder time beating a normal guy, republican yeah. he might have yeah. a hard time beating a more serious person because you know Barbara was such a clown it's easy to work off of but if you're too if you're both like kind of serious people it depends on who this guy is he's a well, like a chud and it's all culture shit you could go after him but if he's you, like play serious and he actually acts like he cares about farmers or some bullshit i'm afraid she's gonna have a harder time but yeah. i think that's the case is that like there's plenty of republicans in rural districts that are super conservative socially but they get kind of socialist economically because they know they need those farm subsidies yeah, that, they know- that's funny they become yeah they become commies when it comes yeah to- they really do like and yeah. they'll, they'll come out and say it like a lot of those rural republicans in texas the the congressional people that literally are like anti-abortion anti-gay rights anti-everything they they are like staunch defenders of public schools they they don't want vouchers they don't want because they know like that the, their district would get fucked you know they, they would have uh a terrible time like handling stuff like that so it is kind of a weird dynamic. I could see a Republican beating Adam Frisch now uh, more easily. It's, it's possible, but I think Adam Frisch has built a name. I think so too. He might yeah. win, but I think it it changes everything. There'll be less attention on him. Yeah, that's the other thing too. She tried to like, but I think like the head of the Republican Party or something in in Colorado said that like. He didn't seem like he was very happy with Bobert's doing. I think he's yeah. saying like, we have a narrow majority in the House, and she's kind of like fucking up now. Two, two, two races, two easy seats for yeah. Congress. Like, I don't know. I'm sure Republican will still get Ken Buck's seat, probably. I, but I, it wouldn't shock me if Adam Frisch 
I would hope he wins. But like you said, yeah, it's like it becomes a little less sexier for uh, that that race, you know, yeah. like. Well, and you may not have Democrats have turn many, out. What? You may not have as many Democrats turn you out. You might not get as many mm. donations now. Yeah. So well. she could have. But it's like what she did is just super tacky. Like, again, yeah. like, how is this shit like. It's just like, I don't I don't know if I've ever seen this done before. And then yeah. she got this bullshit video and it's like, I don't even understand how, like, how is that supposed to make you look good? Like, uh, let me see if I can find. Uh, it was a bad video. Yeah, let me see if I can find it real quick. I, I mean, she just tries to put out this video like, like she's this normal person and do the comments are super fun. Christmas with your family and loved ones. I'm not going to put four minutes. For them. It's tested my faith, my strength. Yeah. Our conservative voices heard loud. When I jerked off my <laughs> boyfriend at Beetlejuice and blew a fat, big, fat, juicy <laughs> plume on that crying pregnant woman. And then uh, yelled, don't you know who I am to the usher? And clear. I love Colorado's third. And I will continue working. I love it so much. I'm moving to the right. Court. To be a great representative for everyone in this district. But I also spent years living to steal the third. Republicans will hold the third. And I'll, I did yeah. not arrive at this decision easily. Yeah, they probably ousted her ass. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, maybe, who knows? Maybe in a month she's not running for shit. Yeah, that's hard to say. Um, I could, yeah, I could see her taking a buyout. You know, like, hey, we'll give you a million dollars to your campaign. You can retire any debt. We'll give your... you a year supply of vape pens. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So all, all uh, throughout the the we'll background of this, condoms so you not you don't have more grandchildren oh, at thirty six. Um, the uh Biden's been doing a lot of stuff kind of in the periphery. A lot of this is happening in the context of the upcoming presidential election. Um, Biden did get some good digs in at uh Nikki Haley today, and he's actually done quite a bit lately. He he pardoned a whole bunch of people, uh, anyone convicted of marijuana use or uh possession on federal land, which um was only a few thousand people, but it's like a big it's a big deal. I mean, it's um, better than the people that Trump usually pardon. Yeah. Predatory yeah. capitalists. Like, I mean, listen, again, I just think there is a lot of, uh, this is not just like, oh, the Biden people have a, a communication problem. No. No. It's media owned by businesses that they would be, they would love for Trump to be president again. One for yeah, absolutely. Because he will rubber stamp everything they want. All these media outlets are owned by bigger businesses and media is not media is used to expand the other businesses. It's yeah. not used to share information. It's used to help these other companies get bigger and richer. And yeah. so when they see a president that's backing unions and shit like that, businesses are like, no, we can't have that. We like, having stock buybacks we like yeah. having, we want more stock buybacks you know what we'll get when trump's president more tax cuts yeah probably the biggest tax cut ever in american history they said the last one was insane imagine what kind trump will give in the fourth in the yeah, his second term it'd be it would make it would be ridiculous 
So there's a lot. I, I just don't believe that Biden's as unpopular. I don't. I think people are being manipulated. I, yeah. I, well, his the latest polls have been pretty good for him. You know, he's he's running ahead of Trump in all the polls, uh, the legitimate polls, not the weird outlier ones. Yeah. Um, and if Trump gets convicted or arrested again, or you know, starts the, they predict that it, it he'll expand his lead. He's done a lot of popular things. Um, so I I do. I, it is weird though how he's built this. Uh, rickety coalition that seems like it it's always about to fall apart um the latest one has been um fetterman john fetterman's kind of gotten a little uh like unpredictable or he, well, he been still backing him oh, oh yeah yeah no, i'm just saying like the the you need all you need everyone kind of working towards the same well, goal I, you know well i i think Fetterman's probably closer to Biden now more than he was before. Biden, the Hill writes, this is from the Hill, Biden year-end rating worst of modern-day presidents seeking re-election at this point, according to a new poll. And I retweeted and I wrote, the most pro-labor president in decades, most media is owned by billionaires that despise unions and and labor rights. You're all getting tricked. Yeah. Getting tricked, dude. You're getting tricked. And the idea... Uh, that if you accept in any way that a goddamn hobgoblin like Trump <laughs> back in office, that's fucking insane. Yeah. You need to have your fucking head checked. Look, Nikki Haley just said she's fine with slavery. Right. It's insane. I don't know what that means. Is she going to bring slavery back? No, but I guarantee you, you know, what will happen. Uh, less labor rights. Yeah. And, uh, you know what I also see? More states allowing child labor. You, you see that? That's just a start, dude. You That's see more subtle things like college textbooks or high school textbooks being pressured to rewrite sections of the the history book, yeah. saying, you know, that slavery wasn't really was, an issue. The Christopher yeah. Rufo shit in Florida that will be working in Nikki Haley's administration. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It it is kind of uh, hard to say with, with Fetterman. I know you had t- texted me a little while ago saying it's talking about Fetterman coming out and saying that he wasn't progressive. Okay, so Where, this has to do. It starts with Israel, um, which I just love talking about. Yeah, sure. No, not at all. Um, so Fetterman from the start has been in like obnoxiously pro-Israel and kind of pretty bad when it comes to talking about like i mean he just like disregards what's going on in gaza with the palestinians and everything like that. right he just fully endorsed like israel and everything and it it's a little weird it, it's like i don't know it, it was like it seemed but then recently he said something like um i'm not progressive or something like that i never was and right a democrat and it's like dude you ran as progressive specifically you, said you were a progressive you made it sound like you were like joe uh fucking bernie sanders weird nephew large large nephew you like you made it sound like that's what people that's how you sold yourself you're like the next iteration of bernie sanders yeah and yeah so i'm out like barely a year like a little bit of not even a year into you know your senate and uh first term like, listen, it was him or Dr. Oz. I'll <laughs> gladly take John yeah, Fetterman. Sure. I'll gladly take John Fetterman's, like, dis- disappointment of John Fetterman over anything Dr. Oz would have done. Dr. Yeah. Oz would have been 
absolute dog shit. I think people need to remember that. As bad oh, as, yeah. See, you know, the problem is we live in a two-party state. And I know some <laughs> dipshit will come in and say, well, oh, what about third party? There's no third party. No. There's no third a, party. Yeah. No. You know, I forgot to bring this up there in the Colorado thing with Trump real quick. You know what all the third, so-called third-party people were saying? Mm. They were all supporting Trump. Cornell West came out and yeah. said, brother Trump. And it's like, brother Trump. Dude, he's a fucking fascist. He ain't your brother. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Did yeah. you see that, Cornell West? I did. He He's, God, he's been he's a, a disappointment. Yeah. And he was, like, propping up that fucking guy who has, like, Hitler memorabilia that the guy who owns... Yeah owns uh supreme court judges like uh harlan crow yeah harlan crow yeah harlan crow's paying his campaign this guy's yeah. a joke. he's not he's not your fucking he's not gonna bring on a socialist revolution no he's not the he's not who you thought he was for sure he's not anything dude he's a self-serving douchebag jill stein is a fucking russian plant yeah <laughs> for sure dude robert yeah. kennedy is a nut job he's yeah he's lunatic He's more just Mary crazy, Williams, but yes. Mary Williamson is a fucking waste of time and a joke. Yeah. She may have some nice things to say once in a while, but she's pointless. These are yeah. there's no third party in this country. It's fucking Joe Biden. Yep. Or Donald it's Donald Trump. And that's yeah. it. Do yeah, all- any any vote you cast for anyone is gonna contribute to one of those two people winning. If you vote for <laughs> if you vote for uh west you're voting for trump you are it's yeah. a fact you are not because west is he, he's fucking taking money from home crow yeah. like he's not gonna get on the ballot he's not gonna he's just gonna steal a vote here too and and give it to trump just like no now some people will say like oh i would never vote for biden okay fine but there's people who would have oh yeah for sure but and I, I know again, like these are not good candidates. There's no one aspiring in any of these so-called third-party candidates. They're right. a joke. Like I said, like I love reading like uh Cornell West. He tries to use like his flavorful language that he would use to describe other things, and he's calling Hong Crow his brother. And yeah, it's, it's like, not... what? You're a fucking clown, dude. Like you were. I regret you being in Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I, you know, oh, you're just a self-serving media scumbag. Okay. You just want to get, you know, you, you this is a grift. Okay, cool. Like, we don't have a third party in this country. And again, it's like, okay, look at this. You're not voting for Joe Biden. You're voting for a platform. Yep. You're voting for judges. You're voting for policies and regulations. You're, yeah. You're not right. voting for Joe Biden. But when you vote for Trump, you're voting for Trump. Yeah, well, yeah, 100%. That's we're all you're voting, voting for. Trump because it's all bullshit, and he brings bullshit. Now you're also voting, but while there is bullshit, the GOP is going to do all the things they want. They're going to get their judges in. Yeah. They're going to get all their bullshit in, and they'll use Ju- Trump as a front, keep you all distracted by his bullshit when he says something super racist or has a militia show up somewhere. <laughs> Uh, while they sneak in God knows what and remove all kinds of regulations and everything like that. But again, it's like, okay, if you just don't like Joe Biden, just realize this. You're not voting, you're not voting for Joe Biden. Yeah. Voting, no, you're voting for a platform. You're voting for a platform. Nah. You just got to look at it that way. Is it not progressive? Of, I don't know what to fucking tell you, dude. There's no other option. 
It's either that or you have fascism. Mm. It sucks. I hate it. I hate it. The thing with Fetterman pisses me off because it's like, why are you doing this now? Yeah. You got five more years in your Senate. Are do you have a strong candidate going against you? Like if it was like 2027. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Different story. 2028 would be when he's running for a second term. So it's 2027. And there's this amazing Republican running against him. There's not going to be an amazing Republican right, running. No. Dr. Oz too. Uh the, the shammy guys running in. The sham right, right. Sham, yeah. He's running against you. And you gotta come into you know, you can't say you're this like this super progressive. So you just gotta right. come in and say, I'm just a regular Democrat. I think that's lame as fuck, but I get it. Yeah. Why sure, he's sure. doing this now makes me like, oh great. So you're Kristen Cinema 2.0. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Ugh. I don't know. I just think it's a weird, uh, you know, it's like all these like jokes, like the right wing was pushing these memes that he was um, cloned or duplicated. Yeah, yeah. He got a new head. I don't know. This might be the one incident mm. where I think maybe the right wing is right. It might be <laughs> on something that maybe he did get like replaced. <clears throat> Ugh, perhaps. All right. We got We got a few more things left before, right. uh, before we get, we got uh, two, two that are kind of combined. Uh, yeah, we got two New York stories, kind of. Uh, we have um, Rudy's verdict, uh, from what I understand. Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, he got he got um, he lost his defamation case. They found they find, they they awarded the plaintiffs like 150 million dollars, and from what I understand, you Rudy, pick it up? he has to uh, now wear a pickle barrel with suspenders. Because uh, he can no longer afford clothes. I always wonder, like, really, is that the only thing available to wear? That's really uncomfortable. You can find like, maybe like a potato sack or something. Well, I don't, I don't know that they'll ever receive that money. I mean, he, there may be ways to to get it. Like, he may have properties or something that they could seize. But I guess he ran off to declare bankruptcy. Um, he did that uh, right before he knew he was going to lose. Yeah, he he is he is fucked i mean he could he could still live a good life because like what happens to people like that i assume is that their wealthy friends say you can have my apartment you know and yeah. then he lives on you know you know on the east he side or... his uh current girlfriend or fiance whatever like yeah. a 20 dollars ring not too long ago he's you know when they say they're bankrupt or they're poor yeah that's not they have more money than you and me right they still are richer than anyone but it does. I mean, he did lose, and he will always have to deal with this. And the defendants or uh, plaintiffs might get some money. Um, it was just a real positive outcome, you know. And uh, he started up that shit right after losing. And the judge said, "Yeah, you could probably sue him again if you wanted to." Um, I mean, like, <clears throat> I don't really have anything else to say about it. He's a yeah. It's weird, you know. He could have went away after, like, he ran. He had that failed presidential run. He could have just went away. He would be sort of respected still. He'd be invited to yes. things, but for some fucking bizarre reason, he totally just latched onto the Trump train. Yeah, I don't understand it. He went full in on the whole 2020 fiasco. Yep, and post election, and you know, showing up with the. Lauren Bobert to 1.0, yeah. the first version, that drunk girl, remember her? 
Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think she came from the same talent agency as Bobert does. Yeah, explore talent. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. So weird. I like I said, this I I wanna uh there's a fantasy I wanna put out like a, a novel or something, and it's about <laughs> this uh, this agency that just shits out like awful people and, and yeah. it's it's really like some something from hell or something i don't know <laughs> or like they're aliens or some shit right right or they're they like trying out like hard adversary like a country that like uh like the united states destroyed decades ago so right. the people the surviving people of it like they're like we're gonna take the country down by hiring side worst shittiest talent and just go out and just spew the most right-wing nonsense explore talent yes part of sokovia after the sokovia accords uh at ultron the avengers allowed right fail. Oh, Remember that's funny. the uh, sokovia <laughs> sokovia God. it is a fictional country <laughs> tell you man there's something up with that that agency it ain't normal no no it is it is like uh like it needs to be like a documentary about it somewhere yeah it I, is like the uh hasn't been one yet the law firm run by demons and angel. Like, yeah. Oh, totally. Wolfman Hart. I didn't yeah. want to say that because my idea would just be a rip off of it. <laughs> and I would just rip off Angel uh, and I would do a worse job, just like Zach Schneider did. So, yes. Uh, All right. So the other big New York story is that um, Eric Adams. Well, hold on. Came, uh, oh, yeah. One last thing about Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, yeah. If this man died back in 2004 to oh. 2006, there'd be airports named after yep. him. Schools named after interstates, him. yeah. Statues of him up in multiple town squares throughout the country. This man would be so respected, and he. I don't. Does anyone even think of him in nine eleven anymore? No, but he's no, that, no. He's that guy who like tried to pull his dick out during. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he his best career move would have been to have passed away uh, twenty or years just ago. Stop. Yeah. All right, so Eric Adams um, has a unique. Uh, Greg Abbott has started busing people, uh, uh, undocumented uh, immigrants, to places like New York and Chicago, and I think Boston. Um, so anyway, a lot of these mayors and governors have gotten together and, and started to brainstorm ways to um, fight it. And one of the things uh, Eric Adams did is he set up these rules. Which are actually kind of really well designed because he he's still fine with taking in these immigrants because it's the right thing to do. But yeah. he said the bus has to give us 32 hours notice before arriving and they can only do it between like 9 a.m. and noon on weekdays where there are actual city workers working. There are places to process them. You can't drop them off like you have been Saturday morning at like 1 a.m. You know, you just drop them off unannounced. You, you know, we're not going to. So anyway, I don't think that goes far enough. I, no, would, I don't think so either. I think that's a decent start, but I would 100% arrest the bus drivers. Say, yeah. look, when they call ahead to notify uh, you that like, look, in 32 hours, somebody pulling in with people. Well, who are these people? Uh, they're undocumented. Oh, so you're trafficking humans. You know, yeah. if you. You're welcome to bring them here, but we're going to arrest you when you arrive. You yeah. know, I mean, we're the, and we're going to impound your bus, and because it was used in in You're the committing face of a crime, massive charges, and get like yeah. many years in jail. So I think that's the way to go. And honestly, like 
if you're a bus driver, oh, if they did that. You can imagine Texas would be like, "That's a civil war." Yeah, let them let them do it. Let, yeah. I mean, like, look, we've let we've it, told dude. you, let the dog that, catch the car for once. Yeah, if you want, if you, Greg Abbott, want to purchase these uh, undocumented immigrants' vehicles and let them drive themselves wherever they want to go, we can't stop you. We can do whatever you want to do in Texas, Greg Abbott, but just a heads up we prosecute human traffickers so if you traffic people in our community um we'll take care of those people we'll you know feed them house them do what's right uh but you're going to prison you know and we're going to confiscate your bus and let's see bus driver number two and bus company number two lose another bus to the endeavor it'll never happen so that's what i would do i think think well it's a a start and uh it yes. might be enough to like, you know, maybe those threats were made in private to, you know, Abbott or something. And like you the, said, these should have been done. This should have been a year ago. I mean, I think this should have been done right after the Martha's Vineyard thing. Yeah, you know? that was ridiculous. That was such and it was such an obvious stunt. They were so DeSantis and Abbott. They were so like it was smirking. They were having yeah. right wing media like this was like a this was a total trolling. And if I were if the Martha's Vineyard, they they should have been like we're suing the shit out of you, and we're gonna get like you know whatever, yeah, like, like whoever the plane, whoever paid for this plane, we're gonna go after them. That's that's the the way you do it is you confiscate. You bring up this is human tr- trafficking, and yeah. if they try to go, oh, you don't want these people? Like, no, that's not the point, dude. Yeah, you're, they're welcome. This is a crime. You're committing a crime. You're committing human trafficking. Yeah. We, these people are victims. They they are your victims. Of course, we're going to take care of them. Yeah, and victim gonna... services. Yeah, they should. That's what they should do. Is they should start treating it as victim services. They should be met by detectives and social workers and stuff like that. And like, hey, what what happened? Who told you? I'll, what? I'll tell you this. This would be Eric Adams has like is not really good. It's pretty shitty. Like yeah. uh, I hear just bad things about him. And this could be a thing that could make them um, great is is to, you know, this is a start, but like you said, it's not enough, but it could be something that could make him look like a fucking saint. Like, after you know, Greg Abbott's a villain. You need a good villain. If you want to come off like a hero in any way, you need a, you need a strong, you need a, uh, a shittier person. Absolutely. And great. Eric Adams will get a lot of, you know, credits for that. You know, he can, he can make claims and said, I went after these people that were human trafficking or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. All I right. So, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I was gonna switch to the next one. But yeah, no, I think I think he should. This this could turn his administration around, t- certainly turn his political fortunes around. Um yeah. but that's but it the real reason is he should just do it because it's the right it's it would be the right thing to do and it would be pretty effective. And it'd be kind of funny too. Be hilarious because these fucking these governors like Abbott, they're so cocky and douchey about this whole thing. Like, oh, you don't want these people? Yeah, I'm gonna bust in more. And they brag about it. They tweet it. Yeah, let them and take the people. Fucking words, dude. Let them pay some content. Like you said, yeah. They, hey, Greg, we're arresting you for fucking human trafficking. Yeah, or even if they don't even have to arrest Greg Abbott, because that'd be like a headache. Just to just tell the bus driver when they call 32 hours in advance, we we will be taking you into custody. Well, that's probably what's going on here. That's probably like you said, if there's a 32 hour warning, 
they can now come in and basically say, yeah, you're not bringing these fucking people in unless you yeah. want to face charges. We're, we already have we have people waiting for you. And when you show up, that you will be arrested on site. And then what will happen is those buses will turn around right back to Texas. And then Greg can try to find someone else to drive him there. And it'll happen again and again because no one, no bus driver making like, I don't know what bus drivers make, you know, no bus driver is going to be willing to go to prison for Greg Abbott's political stunt. Exactly. It doesn't even matter if the bus driver's paid well or not. They're yeah. gonna be like, Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not right. doing it. No, I got other, yeah. I'm a bus driver. I'm not a, right. you know, I, I didn't have human Look, trafficking on my, I didn't even know that's right. What was, I didn't even know that's what was going on here. Yeah. But right, they, probably. I never thought about it. They probably don't even really tell the bus drivers. They say, oh, "Look, we're going to charter." Has to be like, oh, they have to know once they show up to work that day. But like, do you think that they call a charter? They probably just charter a bus and say, "We we need a bus for oh, yeah, eighty people." Exactly. And then the bus driver shows up and like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, it might not even it might not even seem that weird. You know, aside from the people looking a little nervous and lost. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. So we got two two items left. Okay. Um, uh, Let's talk about uh, this one first, and then maybe we'll talk about the last one. Tucker okay. and Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Well, so, Tucker Carlson announced um, he has a show, I guess, on Twitter Live or something. Yeah, or, something like that. Or something. Uh, this is a guy who is fired by Fox. And he, yeah. what happened to him is exactly what we knew would happen to anyone that was fired by Fox who didn't get rehired by anyone else because they have a contract. They go into obscurity. Yes. Um, yeah. If you ask Bill O'Reilly how he's doing, he has a podcast, I think, that he does. No one gives yeah. a shit. You know, um, I think we might have uh, gotten better ratings than Bill O'Reilly recently. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But somehow he makes $10 million a year off of it. And Somehow I owe $10 million <laughs> working. Um, so yeah. So Tara Carlson announced a special guest and for Christmas Eve or whatever it was. And he, his guest was Kevin Spacey. Yes. But Kevin Spacey playing Frank Underwood from um, House of Cards, yes. a show that ended like a while ago. ago and yeah, aired when it ended because he left the show because he's a little weird. He's a little weirdo. Uh, so for years now, like I don't know if he's done it recently, but for the past couple of years, every Christmas, yes, Kevin Spacey would put out a message. Sometimes it was filmed like in his kitchen. And it, he would be playing Frank Underwood from. It's, such, it's a weird little thing. Yeah. So I guess this year he decided to step it up, and he went on Tucker Carlson's show to talk. And there's a part when he's talking, and he's explaining what he was doing for the holidays. And then he looks at the camera. I thought this whole thing was a joke. I thought somebody yeah. took a Car Car Tucker Carlson episode and edited this together. And then I no, learned, oh, this right. was an actual episode of Tucker Carlson with Kevin Spacey as Frank Underwood on. Frank Underwood is telling Tucker Carlson uh, what he's doing for Christmas, and it's like this generic thing. But yeah. then he looks at the camera and says he's doing a uh, like a table full of coke, and he's going to hit somebody with a car. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is this like, 
is this real life? Like, is Tarkov it would have, yeah. Like, is this a bit? Like, what is this? Like, why is he on Tucker Carlson? Yeah. It's not like, quite as jarring as having like OJ Simpson on your show, but it was like in that same know. vein. Do you know that the supposedly, well, one of the people that came, the accusers died not too long ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Came out about it. And I think someone else, another accuser, died. Yeah. Supposedly, all his accusers are dead. Jesus. So that's strange. I guess that he is, is weird, actually. And he's playing <laughs> spacey for you. Uh, so I tweeted something that said that uh, Turk Crossan, who's doing really great, is having <laughs> Kevin Spacey on, who's doing really great. These are two guys who are doing great. Yeah. Like, right. what a weird, like, it's just odd. Like, Tucker Carl. Okay, so we're kind of, it's kind of interesting. It reminds me of something. So, Tucker, one of Kevin Spacey's roles uh, years ago, he played uh, this Republican operative that got famous during the Bush years, and he did a movie about him. Was this on Primary Colors or? Uh, I forgot. It was like some campaign guy, and he ended up going to jail, I think. And yeah, I know the movie you're talking about. Like this Orthodox, this Jewish guy. Um, mm-hmm was a right-wing operative or whatever let me see Wait. let me see hmm. okay then the house of cards uh, <laughs> hold on let me look up i'm just gonna look up his career it was kind of odd because it was like, why, why would you go on Tucker Carlson's show? Are yeah. you that bored? Uh, yeah, he might be. You know. Yeah, I mean, he gets roles still, like out of the country. He was recent, not too long ago. He was in a movie. Yeah, I, don't know I remember that. Come out here and people were, like laughing about it because, I mean, listen, he was a huge actor. He was oh, he was big. Actor, he was real and, big. But. He's a creep, and yeah. supposedly, you know, there's some fucking bodies that aren't around anymore because of this. Yeah. yeah, dude, his it's considered a uh sag. I'm looking at his IMDb, yeah, called Being Frank, and it has a picture of him with Tucker Carlson. Yeah, That's, I could see considered a recent role. I wonder if he does that to keep his sag insurance. Good, yeah, yeah I mean, that he one... went on, he probably went on uh, Tucker Carlson. It's considered a role. Yeah, dude. He's got a movie. He was in a movie called Control. He was in a movie called The Man Who, I don't know, he plays a detective. That's from 2022. So he's starting to act again. Let me see if I can find this movie, though. This is from, like, fuck. I got to find the name of this guy. He was, like, a GOP operative. And in the end of the movie, was it called? No, it wasn't called Casino Jack. Was it that he plays Jack? Yeah, this is it. He plays a Washington lobbyist. Oh, Jack Abramoff. Yeah, yeah. He plays yeah. Jack Abramoff, and like in the end of the movie, when he's like being cast aside, he like calls like the Clintons or something. Like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he's gonna help them or something. I don't even know. And it made me think of that of him going on Tucker Carlson now, and like what because you've been cast aside by yeah normal people you're gonna go on this fucking fucking Ugh. show like 
<laughs> this is such a bizarre, like... It is a weird one. Like, because he's always been, like, a... I mean, he's always been kind of, like, on the progressive side, even though he's a yeah. heinous human being. <laughs> wow. I just find that so funny. Oh, you were canceled? Oh, what are, <laughs> are you some kind of sex creep? Um, I guess I am Tucker Carlson. Well, come aboard. You're yeah. welcome. We got Kyle the... Rittenhouse in the waiting oh. room. We got... We got uh, Ted Nugent right now. <laughs> like, I love that. You just got to be like an outright rapist or pedophile. Yeah. Sex in the right wing will embrace oh. you. Super weird. If you're like a famous person and you got caught doing anything or accused <laughs> of anything and there's good evidence, they'll embrace you. Yeah, true. Fucking strange. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, too. Yeah. Did you see that, uh, I, I don't know. Well, okay. Did you see the thing about... Um, What's his name? Epstein list that's supposedly yeah, be yeah yes twenty twenty four yeah I'm like mildly curious about it. I just think it's going to be a bunch of names that, and it's not going to tell us much because it's not the list of people on the planes. It's a list of people who worked for him, right, or did work with him. Yeah, but like I don't know what that entails. You know what I mean? I guess I'll wait and see because like there's probably this is a stupid example, but like someone may have been hired to put in carpets in his mansion and technically worked with them, but that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean anything. doesn't mean anything. So I guess I'll have to see the list or know more about it because a list like that Donald could Trump, be Trump, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> a list like that could be incredibly damning, or it could just be a, a bunch of names and having so many names on it could make all the other names meaningless, you know? So, Other last thing, yeah, I saw with people posting during Christmas time, like how Trump's photo doesn't have Melania on it in anything. Yeah, I did see that. Appearances and and I and I was saying I was telling my wife about this too. I'm like, I've been hearing people saying like, what what the fuck? Why is like if this was like Jill Biden? Oh, big Swiss scandal, Michelle, yeah. whatever. They'd be like, where are they? Their marriages in shambles. But with Trump, it's like that's eh, fine. You yeah. could hang out with his. Is uh his lawyer lawyer is is a sexy lawyer and like do appearances with her and not hang out with his wife at all and no one cares no one gives a yeah. shit he's it not is, any standard at all politically he, yeah he is untethered from any any rule he committed he could commit yeah. an insurrection he can like well, he, he said years ago he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and no one would and that's that is a wasn't fucking the case. kidding nope he wasn't. He took yeah. that and doubled down on that and had people invade the Capitol and almost destroy it. Yeah. And he he's getting away with it. All right, last thing. And probably the worst thing of all. Yeah. Tipping culture. Yeah. We talked about this a lot. I I well, there was a thing I sent you, and it probably yes. explains like a lot. It's this it was on a TikTok and this guy was talking about how a lot of places use this free software that yeah. like Basically, and the joke is about the software is, is that they don't take any money. They take money from the they don't transactions. Like, yeah, they take money from the transactions if you use the software and if they'll give it to you. And a lot of these places use it and don't realize it. Like one of the funnier tipping cultures was like self checkouts asking oh, for a tip. Fuck. And I'm like, wait, am I the one getting the tip? What's yeah, going on? no. Well, that made a lot of sense because I, I go get donuts at this little donut shop and the woman upgraded to this new system. And it's probably that company. Yep, probably because it's the iPad, the little flip thing and everything. Yep. 
And she, you could tell she was like really mortified that it was asking for a tip. And she's like, look, this is just how it, how it works. I, you know, like, and, but she does a real, she quickly from her side of the, the register declines, just like hits a button and it goes to the next screen. And um, she doesn't even give you a chance to, to give a tip. Well, that's you know? fine. I'd rather give the, if I were to leave a tip, any of these places, yeah. Like or not traditionally restaurants, but places like at counters. And I like the place and I want to go there a lot. I'll throw in a buck or two. Yeah. Tip jar. And I think that the waiters or the people, not waiter, people working there, the barista, the people putting a cookie in a fucking sheet and handing it to you. They appreciate that way more. I am curious if people even see those fucking tips. I I always like if managers that or the owners are skimming off of them like i mean if you're working unless you're keeping fucking track of them how do you know what you got your boss yeah. can come and be like oh look you made 30 dollars in tips and you could be like that's all i made that whole month that seems a little odd yeah it is it is Especially crazy people are hitting 25 percent accidentally all the time and they don't i mean like i don't know i i this the the tipping culture has gotten way out of hand um i think I like mind. yeah go ahead what? I, I don't mind tipping um there are some things I always tip for. Uh, you know, if I go to a, a, a sit-down restaurant, I always tip. Well, that's always been the thing in the United States was at restaurants, you tip the waiters. Yeah. Like, and those were always, like, the biggest tips, 20%, whatever. But, like, okay, let's say I go to, like, one of these, like, casual dining places where you get the food and, like, they're not waiting on you. And sometimes the bill can come out to almost the same amount yeah. as um, what you would have paid at a restaurant. And they're still asking you to like, yeah. I'm not going to tip you 20%. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I'll go a couple of bucks in that jar. Like, yeah. no fucking way. I'm not throwing another $10, $15 on my fucking credit card for something no. you didn't even fucking do. Crazy. That's Crazy. insane. Uh, there was a TikTok of this girl who was like a yeah. bartender. And she was shitting. Like, I guess she there was a $50 tab. And uh, it was like a party. And the guy paid. And I guess he only left for like $5 or something like that. Right. And she was shitting on it and calling him like... I don't know, like, oh, you don't be a big man if you can't pay the tip. But it's like $50 at a bar. Like, what did you serve him? Like, four drinks? Like, well, and they, I don't, I watched that video again. I don't think it was even alcoholic drinks because it was like, she said, I gave him refills. You don't get refills on a drink, like, like on a, a like a like, vodka tonic. Big and she's not like an asshole. But yeah. like, I don't know, like, if it was a bar, like, if, if people were getting like, any kind of non-beer or wine, yeah. something that involves like actually mixing or whatever like that. I mean, those drinks could easily be like 12 yeah. to 15 bucks without an issue. So someone gave you five bucks for like three or four drinks, like literally really, 30 seconds worth of work. Yeah. Yeah. Like get the fuck out of here. You're not getting a waiter's worth of tips. I'm sorry. No. You're just not like that's like when I would go, I don't really go to bars anymore. When I would go to bars back in the day when I was younger, it was always like a dollar a drink or two dollars if, yeah. if it was good. And if you were got, you know, the waiter, the bar, I mean, the bartender would collect that. But ever since like credit cards started becoming more dominated and they put that percentage bullshit now yeah, on there, I'm awful. like, really? You expect me to give you 25% tip on you giving me like yeah. three drinks? Get the fuck out of here. No, that's crazy. Like, I always I'm tip. Sorry, call me cheap all you fucking want. That, that should not be acceptable. Yeah. I'll I'll tip at a bar uh, if it's a crowded bar and, and nobody knows me I'll tip like five bucks on the first drink 
strategically hoping that they remember me drink a lot you play yeah i'm gonna have like three or four drinks yeah and then i'll give them a buck on each drink thereafter but the five dollar was more so that like hey when you see me walk up please come on over and i don't know yeah but then you give them that dollar the next time they're like "Mm." (laughs) buddy no (laughs) i still think it's ridiculous like i said i don't really drink like i used to and everything like that but i just find it like i'm I feel like there's this weird social pressure that I'm supposed to tip the same amount like for a, a full meal with a waiter or yeah. drop food runners and all that. Like, of course, I'm going to do the the state, you know, 20, 25 percent tip on a meal. Sure. Well, I'm not going to fucking do that with like a couple of drinks. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not going to do that with me ordering food and then taking the bag home. I'm not going to. Yeah. that's like yeah. or i'm not gonna go to a show and give you a tip for handing me a shirt <laughs> that's insane that's yeah. where i'm yeah. like come on now get the no, fuck no, out no. this is yeah. like it is like extortion there's like and i'm curious i always feel like weird like talking about because i'm like you know you end up like am i now oh i'm not an old cheap guy you know what i yeah, mean yeah i don't think so i mean like it yeah no i i agree yeah I think like the other thing too is I was talking to someone about this and they said because a lot of people pay with a credit card, they don't think about it anything anymore. It's not it, money. They yeah. don't think about it. it. It's not real money to them. They're like, whatever, it's a credit card. Oh, I'll, I'll hit that 20% button. Oh, you yeah. hit 20% on a hundred dollars worth of merchandise you bought for Well, the- that's the thing. That that's yeah, that that all those little pennies and nickels and everything they add up. So that's not pennies and nickels. I'm talking like Oh yeah, I'm just saying. Like, if if you do it like consistently, like if they offer me an option, I'm gonna usually pick like eighteen percent, um, without thinking about it. Um, and that would prop like when I average it out in my head, I probably average down. You know what I mean? Like, I would let's say the the technical tip should be seven dollars and forty six cents. I'm gonna tip seven. Where I'm talking about like dumb places that are not. Oh yeah, yeah, that's different. Like. Or takeout places. I'm not going to tip you the same I would tip. Yeah. I'm not no, going to give you 20%. I'm not going to give you 18. I'm not even going to give you 15. You yeah. didn't fucking wait on me. You didn't get me drinks. Like picking up anything. a pizza or something. I mean, it's it's different. That's that's what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about going to a restaurant and having a sit down. Oh, I was saying that the, the, the credit card stuff changed tipping everywhere, even in oh, yeah. restaurants. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, and that's where I'm thinking like you're, you're, not keeping track of the smaller amounts indifference so there's some waiters that they have now i don't know if you ever notice it by you but they have this thing now where when you pay the bill especially if you're paying with a credit card you could do it right there it takes two seconds yeah right there and you're done you can go i like the waiters that give it to you and walk away but then there's these other ways they shove in your face and they have it and that 25 percent button's right in the middle yeah dude this is so tacky turn the fuck around I'm not gonna yeah, like it's not good it's, yeah it's but I, i'm talking about like i'm not talking about restaurants here I'm talking no, about, yeah, yeah. no i know what you mean so like that girl who was we'll wrap this up in a second that girl who was complaining in the video about like the fight off and like you said was it a bunch of sodas like i don't know she like if she said like oh i served these people like fucking 30 drinks it was a happy hour they only gave me five bucks then i think she's valid as a valid yeah you'd need to know the context there her complaint was real vague i poured like i opened two beers of two bottles and i poured one 
pint and I gave this other and I made one mixed drink. Okay. Yeah. Like you did like three minutes of work and then there was probably other people in the right. Like that's yeah, that's different. That's different. Like I said, yeah, there's no much. context in that. So she just comes off like an asshole. I don't have yeah. sympathy. <laughs> she sounded like a dick. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, All right. that's it. That's the end of the year, guys. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll sure be back next year. year. <laughs> if you're bartender, you're going out to drink on New Year's. <sighs> All right. Uh, All right. <laughs> happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Keep keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> you know what that is, right? Uh, no. What? We I've done this before, and you we go through this. It's it was some newscaster in New York. Oh yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah, I remember. And you, you say, oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. like, said. It was like the end of the night, and he said, "Keep fucking that chicken." And everyone was just like, they just casually like kind of wrote it off, and then they rolled, and it was awesome. And like, keep fucking that. What? <laughs> he snuck that one in. So yeah, nice. On that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that? Thank you for listening to you still going on about that. Um, please like, comment share and if you haven't done already please follow us on instagram ysgoat facebook ysgoat and twitter ysgoat thank you and have a great day